hear if the sound of cats brushing litter atop their feces is picked up by the microphone. Can you hear it, dear listener? Can you hear the sound of cat shame? No? Then I've done my job here on Bleak and Review, the podcast that you're listening to. I am Kevin Anderson, the host of said podcast, the guy you hear in the intros before the actual episode goes. And I have cats now. I'm a new cat dad. Or a feline father, if you would. My lovely girlfriend and I decided, well, mostly she decided because she's a sweet person, that we should adopt these cats off the street that have been coming around for years. Savvy listeners will remember a few weeks ago when I was talking about having kittens that were living in the bathroom. These are the uh, parents and grandparents of those kittens that we had adopted to some nice goth boy. And no, he's not using it for ritualistic sacrifice to a snake he keeps on his shoulders. As far as I know, my girlfriend follows him on Instagram and he hasn't posted anything like that on his stories. In fact, he seems to really like the cats. So I poo-poo your preconceptions about the goth community, if you were so inclined to have them. But yeah, we decided um, these cats just kept giving birth, you know. There's many, many, uh, you know, presumably dead kittens in the past. Um, We happened to find a couple live ones, which is why we took them in a few weeks ago. I don't know how many kittens cats usually have when they give birth. It's probably more than two, but those are the ones that made it. So somewhere there's tiny little corpses and that's sad. But that's why we decided to take these uh, mommies in. Get them spayed, and turns out, get them both cat abortions. Uh, they were both pregnant when we adopted them. So, <laughs> bullet dodge there. It was kind of ironically the same week that in America Roe v. Wade was overturned by like the cool people on the Supreme Court. You know, those really good people that have the best interests of Americans at heart. Um, when they did that whole thing, and uh, you know, definitely not going to get into that because we got to keep these intros light and fun, and not just talk about how America is a bad place. But yeah, we were able to go get health care for the cats in a way that, uh, you know, women in some states can't. So that was fun. Shout out to the Supreme Court doing a fucking bang up job being real pieces of shit. And now we have these cats. Their names are Bug and Biscuit. And they're pretty chill. For feral cats, they are adapting to living in the office very well. They both have ringworm. So that's fun. We're dealing with that. Medicating. How are you medicating? This is a transition right here. I got it. Are you staying off of Twitter? That helps. Although sometimes you get to see fun stuff. Like fun stuff that's like... It's annoying and dumb, but it's not like the worst. It's not like politically like dire, you know? It's just like... I saw the other day that uh, the infamous Splash Mountain ride at Disneyland is being rebranded. They're tearing down the old animatronics and uh, they're updating it. Which they do from time to time over there. I don't know how familiar you are with the goings-on of that place, but this one ride that was called the Hollywood Tower of Terror is now called Guardians of the Galaxy. Same kind of basic ride concept, but now it's got Rocket the Raccoon and a bunch of your favorite friends. You gotta update it for a modern era. That makes sense. People, though, are are upset about this on the internet. Um, Naturally. (laughs) That's what you do there. They're changing the theme of the ride from what it was to princess and the frog, which is 
not like the newest Disney movie, certainly, but you know, a good one. There's a alligator in there that plays saxophone or something or trumpet. He's all goofing around. His name's like Louie. And there's a princess and a frog. And that's all I remember. But I liked it. <laughs> but what it used to be, the ride used to be like Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, and like some Song of the South stuff, which is not Disney's most chill movie, certainly. <laughs> they put it uh, in the Disney vault because it's uh, pretty racist and awful. And, you know, the animatronics never did anything racist. That'd be pretty fucked up if they did. They just start doing, like, microaggressions when you go on the ride. They're just like, oh, wow, you're really well-spoken. <laughs> we have people that are really mad about, like, they're, like, going as far to say as this is ruining their childhood and or ruining, like, their, their, their enjoyment of Disney in general. And that's, it's hard to care. Like, you know, everyone has their own understanding of what it means to suffer, certainly. But it's very hard to care <laughs> when... When suffering to you is, oh no, there's going to be different cartoons on the water ride with the log that goes, wee. Grow up and get some real problems. I feel like maybe it happened with Guardians too, because that's probably the most recent, uh, second most recent ride that was updated. I'm sure some people said that ruined their childhood, but I didn't see that discourse nearly as much as uh, I'm seeing it now with this film that, you know, features a black protagonist overtaking the Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear huckleberry finn-esque <laughs> ride that it was people are really mad but no one's saying like oh it's because disney's well some people actually I, I take that back some people are definitely saying disney's too woke they say that about everything right remember when there was a i mean i haven't seen the film but i heard there was a a same-sex couple in the buzz lightyear movie you know the new one where he's like a guy and not a toy not sure what the canon is there but i'm sure it's great or it's fine or it's bad. It's one of those three, but definitely not, um, definitely not uh, something I, I could imagine as a grown adult being like freaking out about. Or uh, even more recently, the Baymax show. Bay Baymax being the big robot from Big Hero Six, he got his own little series on Disney Plus. Good to see him working, of course. And people were really mad about. Uh, apparently, in one episode, Baymax helps people get tampons, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Like, it's cool. Like, I don't think it's funny because tampons are inherently funny. And I think it's, you know, it's important to normalize, you know, feminine care for children and stuff. Like, hey, this is how life goes. You know, sometimes you got to put these there so this doesn't happen. You got to have it. But it is funny that this big silly robot's like, because he's like a healthcare robot, right? I've, I've seen that film once. I think that's what he was. He was like a big helper guy. And I like that he's just like busting down doors in battle armor and just like, Hey, here's a little something for your hoo-ha. It's fun. But apparently in that episode, they show a, a trans man using, uh, using a, a tampon. Well, I don't know if they show it. I don't think they, I don't think they get graphic about it. They're like, then sure. A case could be made. Like, I don't think anyone, like, I don't think you would see someone like wiping their asshole in a Disney thing either. Like, I understand that, but it's just the idea, the implication that somebody with a uterus who isn't a cis woman might need to use a tampon and like you know the people just like they can't handle it they can't handle that there are other people out there that's what it boils down to right it's like they don't understand it so they hate it or they have convinced themselves that it's sinful and that they might not get to go to heaven if they live in a country that allows such sin right because that's what like the like the real fundamentalist Christians want. They want a country pure from sin so they can be guaranteed. They don't care what happens to anybody in this life. 
Because this life is just all a trial and tribulation for the next life, right? For the afterlife. And so they're going to really work real hard to... Um, but it doesn't even make sense because you would want to... Well, now I'm just trotting... Uh, I'm trotting upon very well-trod territory right now where I'm saying, like, isn't it weird how the most Christian people are the least Christian people that you've ever met? But I digress. All of this to say is... It's funny that the end of civilization is going to be brought about by people who constantly have beef with cartoons. Because <laughs> what, Ted Cruz is in another Muppet feud, right? I saw that on Twitter. He's real mad about... Um, I, ca I can't remember... You know, remind me if I'm wrong. I think I'm correct. I think it's another Muppet that was pro-vaccine and Ted Cruz, somebody who holds political office in this country to this day, gets to... Uh, <laughs> start a Twitter war with a fictional character that's trying to keep everybody safe. Why is it like, like Jesus was a socialist. We all know that. And he was black. Oh my God. Sorry to ruffle some feathers. Uh, like Baymax is a big healthcare robot. Like it's, he's like socialized medicine and they like hate it. And they hate the idea of like a socialized vaccine to help people from dying and help people's children and parents from dying. And it's, like, sometimes they'll say freedom. Sometimes they're just like, oh, I don't know, man. But it always seems like stuff that is just good. It's why why are you so against the your own self-interest? And again, I think maybe it's because they want to die. And, I mean, this is kind of a George Carlin joke. But he goes, uh, the, all a Christian wants is to die and go see Jesus. Give him a helping hand. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're all, maybe they're trying to just uh, speed up the process to our inevitable decline. It could be one of these things. I don't know. Speaking of media that I do disagree with, though, and then we'll get into the episode, certainly, because we're at the 10-minute mark. And this has been uh, rambling at best, laborious at most. I did watch Twilight for the first time ever recently. My girlfriend and I thought it would be funny. Well, she had seen it. I had never seen any of the Twilight movies, and she thought it would be funny to watch. And it was fun to watch and like make fun of, certainly. But I have to say... I'm certainly not going to be the first person to point out that these are bad movies, but I, I, I am kind of glad I waited for like 20 years or whatever after the first one came out to see it with like the lens that I watched it with now, because that's, I mean, that's actually an example of like media ha <laughs> portraying something really not good and romanticizing like a really toxic, weird relationship. Cause I don't know how old you were when those things were popular. And I guess continue to be popular. Still people, I'm assuming people still like them. I don't know. I I saw it dramatically affect how women around my age, you know, in a, from like 18 to like 22 at the time. Uh, it dramatically affected <laughs> how they perceived relationships in a really bad way. I had a, I knew somebody quite well and we are still friends. So this isn't like this person's terrible because, you know, we're all young and dumb at one point. But I did know somebody who, because of that movie, went on a break with their longtime partner, started hooking up with me, that person's best friend. <laughs> well, presumably, I thought we were best friends. Maybe he didn't. And then said verbatim, well, it's crazy because he's kind of my Edward and you're kind of my Jacob. But in reality, you look more like Edward and he looks more like Jacob. Like what? That's a sentence somebody said to me earnestly. <laughs> And now I've finally seen the movie and like, it's real creepy. He's like watching her sleep. He's clearly way too old for her. They don't have any interesting, neither character is interesting at all. They're just like in love 
with a big L and it's gross. And like, she takes these big swings, like, oh, relationships are like all about grand gestures and almost dying for love when you're 17 and just moved to a new town. <laughs> like, I think that is the film that quote unquote corrupted or if we are to have a film that has corrupted the youth in some way and and adult women also let's be clear there was a lot of uh people that that they were they weren't it wasn't limited to children let's just say that that's the one to look towards something like that instead of just like a, a robot that wants to help get medicine to people or like a happy marriage where the two people are happen to be women I don't know. I just think if that, if anybody, and that's the thing, that's the thing, folks, <laughs> if anybody actually believed anything they said, they would look at things differently, but it's not. It's all just about controlling the narrative and stamping out things you don't like. Here on Bleak and Review, the podcast, this is a fun episode, folks. We got the whole gang here. It's me, Matt, young John Fahey, and then our dear friend, Five Timers Club, Ron Metellus. Uh, one of my best friends of all time, certainly. Uh, first friend I ever made in LA. He's visiting us kind of in between places while he does big shit. Uh, he's doing really well. We're very happy for Ron, but he's hanging out in LA. So we got him on the cans. And I will admit at a certain point, this episode just kind of turned into <laughs> the, the, the veneer of a podcast slipped away a little bit and we were just talking and you'll know when the parts are, but I, we tried to keep it on the rails as best we could. And it's a fun, it's a fun time. It's a real loose, goofy romp around, an audio romp around. I think I've sold it very well. If you like this podcast, then you'll like this episode. Bleak interview. We will be back in just a moment here with more me, Matt Brousseau, John Fahey, and Ron Metellus after this. And Matt, who, you know, has all the equipment and stuff, we put him in the most uh, difficult to get out of corner. But he's got uh -huh. the good chair. He's trying to, he's trying to save all his good. wires and stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, wires! Oh! <laughs> trying to save his wires. <laughs> My wires! He is, yeah, he, he goes down like Ahab, just... <laughs> <laughs> just clutching <laughs> Holding onto his mix board. <laughs> I bought I it on Amazon. I have to go down with it. Man, you know what Captain Ahab goes down though? Huh? No. Nope. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to suck a dick when you can't bend at the knee. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I you didn't can know. just go down on one knee. <laughs> and propose on bended knee. On bended huh? knee. No. Yeah. Well, if you bend your one, I guess that works. Because how how long did his wood go up on his leg? Did it? Was it like a half no, it was leg? Knee, it was knee. It was knee high. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't thigh high. It was no. peg legging. It was peg, peg legging. Leg. Yeah. Well, is, it, dude, did people ever get peg legs that were full thigh? Yeah, probably. Uh, Did they man. ever have just that part, and then they had a working knee at the end? Yes, of it? exactly. Yeah, it's just the. <laughs> that would be tough. <laughs> There's a thing in that movie last night where one of the Vietnam vets he takes off his fake leg, and then he's just itching the nub. Oh god! And they're, they're, the 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 pro life side has offered her fifteen thousand dollars to keep the baby, and the pro choice side is like the one the guy with the fucking <laughs> with the itchy leg. He's like, I'll, I'll match the fifteen grand, and he goes, "Here's the thing: is my Agent Orange settlement just came in." <laughs> <laughs> It was a class action. Wait, what, what movie was it? Citizen Ruth. Citizen Ruth, okay. Alexander Payne, I think his first before that. And then he, he does Sideways, uh, mm. About Schmidt, Descendants. 
bunch of shit. Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Film yeah. that I saw once. Uh, Bruce Dern is in that. Laura Dern is in this. Oh, look, Dern Dern. Love I, Laura I, Dern. I did not care for Nebraska, I got to be honest. Never saw it. Didn't care for it. This is also set in Nebraska. He sets a lot of shit in Omaha. He's okay. probably from there. It looks, yeah. it, it looks good. It's a good-looking movie. Um, Will Forte can't act. I thought that was an odd choice. I saw that act. casting. Because it's like yeah. him and Odenkirk, right? Isn't Odenkirk in there, too? Yeah, I think he plays the uh, like the, his brother. And I think Odenkirk can fucking act, Oh, he though. can act, for sure. Odenkirk can act, for sure. Oh, like, like, now, yeah. So much of that fucking show is just his face, his eyes. Do so much acting in Better Call Saul. Like, yeah. So much going on there. He's got his eyes darting around, you know. He's just like, someone better call me. You can start this. I don't I don't. I, don't I think it started, right? Mm-hmm. Recording? Oh. Yeah. I think oh. we're started. I had no idea. Yeah. All of that is off the record. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> if anybody hears Ron Metellus' thoughts on Nebraska, limited though they were. <laughs> I didn't look. Uh, it's... I, I, <laughs> I, I am submitting an SNL packet. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. You got to be careful. You got to be careful there. We you want can, everyone <laughs> to know Will Forte is the best actor that has ever graced. Last Man on Earth was so good. <laughs> I really, make a I, show where it's just one person, I mean, and then how do you even and, pull that off? And then it's two, but it's <laughs> then there's like a... And game. then, except there are two, and then they, they realize, many more. They realize real quickly that that's an insane show, and they have to <laughs> have more not people. not enough story. Yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> well, just, I mean, it's what a, what a compliment. If someone went through uh, all of Kevin's shows to find bad stuff you said. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I mean, someone out there has got that job. Yeah, apparently. I don't think they do. I think there's people on the internet who take it upon themselves to go, I got to find something. I'm... <laughs> no, people are weird, though. You know what? Like, I don't know if SNL fans are like this, but when people get WWE jobs, they just, I'm going to listen to everything that you said. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And let's see if yeah. you shit on wrestling, and then I will huh. I will harass you for it. I'll tell the McMahons. <laughs> yeah, I got Vince on speed dial. If you besmirch the good name <laughs> of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I yeah. swear and to Linda. God. And think, Linda McMahon. Do you the... think you could get away, though, if someone came after you and they were like, oh, I heard you were talking shit about WWE. Could you be like, I heel turned. And that's what that, again, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was a, it was a work. It was a work the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a work the whole time. I was trying to be the biggest heel of all. I don't even like where I work. <laughs> people, people know. People, everyone will know, including... The producers that if I get SNL, it's completely begrudgingly. <laughs> I, I do not like the show, <laughs> and that's okay. It shows, yeah. it shows the power they have that I still would say yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I I heard uh, Odenkirk was talking about when he was interviewed for it, and he's like, Lauren Michaels was like, "So do you like the show?" And he's like, "It's okay, I guess." <laughs> he's like, "It was better before." <laughs> like, you know, he's like, "I was trying to play it so cool that like." Oh my god! Did he not get it? No, he did get it. But uh, you know, everybody like talks about like, oh, how unsuccessful he was on it. Oh yeah. Uh, he's, I guess he didn't get a lot on at all. Um, and even when he got um, motivational speaker on, like he wasn't even there anymore. Hmm. Um, so he kind of considers his time there a failure. But I was always like surprised by that because I was like. You know, Mr. Show, it's Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, he was on SNL, motivational speaker. Like, I, I didn't know. But, yeah, everybody kind of, like. Con- it's such a mixed bag because I think, mm-hmm. like, a lot of good people flame out. And then it just depends on, like, what room you're in at the time. Like, he was in a room with Conan is. and stuff, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He was in, he was in uh, like, uh, I think uh, Tom Hanks called it, like, the boiler room. Because it was, like, the room next to where the boiler actually was. <laughs> and he's like, let's see what the boiler room boys got, you <laughs> oh, know? Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah. And that's uh, where we get BRB. Yeah, that's Bo- exactly right. That's boiler right. room boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bleak and Review, of course, official <laughs> 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 This is great, because you, 
Uh, it almost became an SNL like history podcast, but I had to come in and make it this show again. Yeah, <laughs> you, you did the intro. Yeah, we, no, we right. already know the you're intro's involved. Already been recorded. I Kevin, Kevin does a fucking a, a break stop that throws the crash dummy out yeah. the window, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, "All right, it's blinking through the We of course, we of course, it's B. It's Matt Brousseau Br- over there on the uh, ones and twos. Nope. We got uh, <laughs> Matt Brousseau not doing a whole lot. No, you're double fisting drinks. That's ones and twos. No, I've, I've, I have multiple drinks in front of me. I'm only drinking one at you a time. You just touched both of them with one with one hand each. He, pu- he pushed them away to look like he didn't have three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're for later. I, you know, I'm constantly. He's always touching his drinks. Like, yeah. I got this one for later. <laughs> look at you. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, you're going to be nice oh. to me later. Stay cold. Stay cold. I love you. <laughs> stay, col- stay cold, pony boy. Uh, and of course. <laughs> Pitch be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and over, over there, of course, the coolest bitch in the room, John Fahey. Hey, hey. Oh. And we've got yeah. a very, uh, we've got a very special guest today, don't we, boys? Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, uh, joining us from uh, from the Windy City itself, Chi Town. He's here though. He's here. No, he's joining us from there. Like he came to LA for this podcast. Wait, hold on. Right. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so there's this city, right? The wind, it's blowing all over the place. Mm. People can't, you cannot keep a hat on in this motherfucker. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't That's... keep a Polish sausage in your hand. Yeah, you got, yeah, your sausages are flying all over the place. <laughs> no ketchup. No ketchup, you motherfucker. Uh-uh. Of course, it's Ronald Metellus is here. Thank you. I, I believe, I think I just joined the Five Timers Club on Bleak. Oh, you wow. Have. You and Tom Hanks. <laughs> Very esteemed. Very <laughs> Yeah. We haven't released the episodes that Tom Hanks <laughs> yeah, did. He has done it five times. So we were <laughs> like, as can those fucking episodes. Yeah. If we're off a week, we'll throw a Hanks episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've joined... He just got real weird on him, you know? <laughs> yeah. He was more like Tom Wanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Editor, uh, note to edit. Cut. You never edit anything <laughs> out. No, you that's never true. Edit that's true. That's out. No, he leaves too much in. All that fucking good... Uh, uh, Bruce Dern talk? <laughs> <laughs> Some of that BDT. Uh, Ron, we, you, we cut you off. You were saying something about the five-timers club. I'm, I'm a five-timer. The, uh, the last time I was on was during quarantine. I did, yes. a, I did a quarantine quickie. Quar- oh, quarantine yeah. quickies. And so... Those were the sadder episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have done two quarantine episodes. You might have. Um, but the last time I was in person, it, I mean, three, four years ago, yeah, I want to say. Right. Yeah. And so, right off the jump, the fact that you can see the condescension in Matt's face <laughs> it's so you, much better when you derail the podcast with, with a pun for no reason. <laughs> because when you're listening, and I was listening earlier today, you, you can so intuit it. Uh-huh. But the fact that you can see it, <laughs> oh yeah, it just it hits a little bit Good. different. Thank you. My my buddy Bob told me he goes, I, I watch profiles uh, instead of listening to it because your face is is like always so uh, like. Uh, Ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, Yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the kind of energy we want to cultivate. You know, we want we want we want to be able to. That's why I I, I feel like we've attuned we've been attuned into the vibe of when I say something terrible, they can see it. Uh huh. You know? It's like it's uh, Inception almost. I I think the thing that you gain uh, if, if you watch profiles is the thing where like if, if like if Aaron or Matt or me make like a bad joke, the other two will give them like. <laughs> A, ba- a, b- a bad look, and then still a second one. Like, like they keep going, like you fucking asshole. Like, but nobody says it, but they just with their eyes they're saying it big time. Because the second look is like, you better have seen the first look. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm not gonna forget that. 
<laughs> my grandfather did that to me one time. He goes, he, like, I'm walking along. We used, we used to smuggle booze back from Ireland in, in our luggage because because my grandfather didn't want to pay the duty. You know, dog, how old are you? I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was a tiny child. This is on a steamship. <laughs> we we we, un, we unload we unload the booze from from the luggage at JFK Airport. Oh, John's John's back. John's back. And he goes, he goes here. John. They give me the child. He's got the corn whiskey. The ten year old child has like a bottle of like. Vodka, like whiskey, like whatever, like five bottles of booze, and one of them is just hanging out of the top, like this here. And my grandfather's like, "Ooh, I'll bring these back for gifts," you know. And uh, and he's walking ahead of me, my big fat Irish grandpa. And I'm walking next to my mom, and now we're like going outside, like Air France. It's like a bunch of French people smoking cigarettes and uh. stuff. And and one of the bottles just fucking tosses out and hits hits the pavement, shatters everywhere. All these people are like, "What the fuck?" And um, my grandfather turns around, he's walking ahead of me, he goes, you fucking idiot, I knew you were going to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then we just keep walking, nobody cleans it up. Well, I'm not cleaning it up. <laughs> and, and, you know, we keep walking, and my grandfather stops again and does the look back <laughs> to, to be like, fucking idiot. Like, he's got he's to gotta look at me to... to to somehow grapple with how stupid I am. Wait, wait, and well, he's so using a child to smuggle. Why did I? Why did yeah, I have the yeah, bag? And then you, you get the blame for it. But it, he also goes, "I knew you would do that," and he still gives <laughs> <Yes>! it. <to> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> then it's only you. You have to blame. And I just wanted to point out that you guys are at JFK because at the time the Irish were barred from the party. <laughs> It was 1923, and the Irish were strictly barred. I'm not joking. I have never been to LaGuardia <laughs> one time in my life. <laughs> not one time. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it smells oh, you, like. You tried the plane comes down from Ireland, and there's just a big banner. No Irish need apply. <laughs> you just have, to, this cool. you just have to get back in the air. Just give out. Fuck. You gotta land in the, oh, the, the big cemetery by LaGuardia. Off to Canada. <laughs> yeah. We'd always fly Aer Lingus. <laughs> Yes, and, and I was like, how did how how was there never a conolingus joke in all those years with all those Irish people? Never a conolingus. Well, joke. Irish people don't eat pussy. Right? I, yeah. Oh, I think uh, um, classic Irish people. Somebody uh, somebody told me a joke one time. They go, uh, "What's an what's an Irish man's version of foreplay?" And I go, "What?" And they go, "Brace yourself, Bridget." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yo, Brace. It's, 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 as far as domestic violence jokes go. <laughs> Fucking like grows out. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap Bridget. my head around it. It's just like I'm going in. Yeah. There's no foreplay. Brace yourself. I'm, I'm. Yeah, we're we're going in. We're going I, yeah, in I sandpaper didn't, I didn't, style. I didn't take it for a domestic violence joke. I just no no I took, no. I no. took it as as a form of seduction. Oh yeah. Well, he. I mean, <laughs> he, foreplay. He, he's going. There is no foreplay. We're gonna start having sex right now. Oh, but that's man. not good for anybody. It's great for the fella. <laughs> no, he doesn't have to do any work. No, it is It's not. good for the Irish. He's been, he's <laughs> been working for the country. He's yeah. been working so hard. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's been working so hard, and yeah, he's sweaty. But she's I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big time foreplay guy. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm, you got to. If I'm getting my clothes off, dude, they would call you a five. Player. I'm gonna fucking be a, around a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who are these two pump chumps that don't even, you know... Like, a quickie, to me, is, like, sacrilege. A quickie is what you do at work. <laughs> With like, who? <laughs> anyone. Whoever oh, you, anyone. The foreman. Oh, you've never... You've never <laughs> the foreman. You're, so you're telling me you never got a blowjob on your lunch break in the parking garage in the back of your <laughs> Nissan Sentra? No, no I did not. What kind never. of parking garage was this? Uh, you know, is this Watergate? Uh, is it Deep Throat? No, a, a well, also, a blowjob is not a quickie. No, that's true. Um, a blowjob is foreplay. Yes. Well, if you complete it, yeah. 
I think that's a quick. Oh, I, no. guess, I see what you mean. Yeah, you can't really fuck at a car the same way you can get a, a blowy in a car. Yeah, especially when you call it a blowy. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I, I was. Will you do a little blowy on me? And it works like a charm. <laughs> Fahey, are you are you also going from sex back into foreplay, or then once you're in sex mode, you're oh, if I if I'm if I if I come like I gotta go down on you for a while for <laughs> me to get you know ready to be you know. Well, and to get you're your buying time. Ready yeah, to go again. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, look at what a giver I am, and I'm like, get your act together, stupid. <laughs> Looking well, down at my dick. Well, get- <laughs> <laughs> well my, I'm different because I'll Oh, great stop. job. Get to work. I think like, what well, you fucking... You're embarrassing <laughs> us! <laughs> we are not quitters. <laughs> this is inning one. Uh, I think what Ron's getting at, though, is like in order to not come fast, you break up the sex with more foreplay. Is that what you're saying? I was just curious, but I do do that. Yeah, I yeah. do be doing that, though. You got, you got Yeah. To, yeah, here, breaking it up. Well, know? well, I always just... Uh, it's like muscle confusion. I just, I just, I, I just, uh, I just use the refractory period as a, a thoughtful moment of reflection and touching, and then you just get right back into it once you're ready to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that to you. I'll, I'll budget, um, you know, I'll budget, uh, like you know, my. Uh, 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 about to comeness, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? By like being like, okay, like, because if she gets off before I have, then I'm like, all right, yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to like, you know, uh, now I'm gonna go down on you, you know what I mean? So that I don't come, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then she can come again, and then like maybe by the time I come, she's had like her third. <laughs> it's all strategic, right. man. It's all strategic. Square meals. Sometimes you have to retreat. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to back out. I, f- I find every time I try to retreat, my my, my body goes, got, yeah, nice. Really? No, and doesn't let me. It's like anytime I was jacking off and someone surprised me, I would come immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times does that happen? Ah, about five or six. Whoa! <laughs> 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 you got to stop jacking off in haunted houses. Well, when, the heart, when the heart rate <laughs> he's kicks going, up. He's going through haunted houses. Just <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, a zombie. <laughs> this yeah. is the best haunted house ever. <laughs> yeah, is I that mean, horror nights? <laughs> it's not for me, pal. That's why Matt has that big burglar fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Take anything you want. There's a fellow climbing yeah. in his window. Oh, oh. Take anything you want. Even that's, the cum. Matt, that's that's never happened to me. I mean, <laughs> as a that's never happened to me. But the heart rate thing does speak to me because I think that's why when you're when you're not sure if you're going to have sex, maybe it's first date, second date, and then it happens, and mm-hmm. it's just, you have. You're too anxious, you're too mm-hmm. excited, and then it just becomes impossible to manage anything. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you can't do I think, your taxes. I think, actually, I think that's, uh, that really speaks to me a lot. Uh, I think if uh, there's this thing where it's like, uh, you know, like some kind of bar date, and it's like, oh, like, now let's go fuck, I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, I need, like, kind of some more courtship. I'm, like, kind of, like, frail that way. Like, I'm like... Frail. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just like. You're no tepid. I'm not like, I, I, like whatever. What? Like, it's yeah, not like I'm not gonna get hard, but it's like I'm just gonna be like, uh, I know, like we haven't really felt each other out yet. Oh, interesting. So, I, in. so I'm not in my head there yet to enjoy it enough, like mm. relaxed. Oh, oh no, that's I'm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, that makes I, sense. I totally that makes agree. sense. I can, I can relate to that. But also, like, I'm, I'm a fucking horn dog. In the moment, they're like. What does your dick do? I'm like, let me show you. Uh, yeah, and no. Then it does all, you do all your tricks. It ties a cherry yeah. <laughs> stem together. I, I think that. you know. I think I think you know. My dick holds up its end of the bargain. You know, uh, the contract. <laughs> uh, but it's you know, once once I'm there. But <laughs> if not, I'm kind of like, uh, like this is sort of weird and like disposable and like not like cheap, but kind of. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it's just like the wham band, I'm just like not really into it. I'm like, can we just like like. And also, like, it's a thing where, like, I'm good with just making out. Yeah, that's a good time. Like, a, a good, good time. make out yeah. is a wonderful time. 
Yeah, I did, I did that last week. It was nice. You know, that maybe was it. if you just... They drove, also drove me home. That was cool, too. That's great. It was a great combo. Free ride and some make-out. I mean, no Lyft is doing that, no, I'll tell I you that. I don't even have to park? No. No, like, I even, that was, there's no tip needed Yeah, I, d- I don't expect sex at all on a first date, and I realize now that I'd actually prefer not. No, absolutely. In all honesty. No, you leave yeah. the date, and then you have sex with someone else. Yeah, no, you... Yeah. Yeah, that's... There and, are, and you lie about it forever. Yeah. <laughs> There are dates where I remember just making hand contact more than I remember sex that I've had. Oh, yeah. Mm. Where I'm just like, oh, we're now we're holding hands at the table. Oh, that uh, kind of hand yeah, contact. I thought you were doing karate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's some, there's some, there's some significant. No, you're chops. right. Yeah, <laughs> brace yourself. <laughs> brace yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> there it is. Now it's a domestic violence joke. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I, I say this. This is this is uh, this is like embarrassing about like intimacy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm gonna share it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you. Uh, I think I have before. You you might know about this, but like uh, I'm a huge uh, Remy Lacroix fan. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> wait, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, wait, isn't it Remy Lacroix? No, he's talking about the flavor. Uh, yeah, La Croix. You know, if you're, you're a Frenchman, I get it. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, uh, the porn actor. Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. she did this video where she's just eating this guy's ass forever and, <laughs> and going back and forth, blowing him and stuff. And the hottest thing about all of it to me that I'll never forget where I was like, ooh, that is the hottest shit of all time, was after all this ass eating. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, first in line at the anal buffet. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. And, and they got then, a lot and of choices there. A soft, lovely, sensual blowjob. And uh, the guy comes. At the end of it, she just kisses him on his inner thigh. And I was like, Aww. oh, God, that is so fucking hot. That's pretty hot. Uh, it's just That's like, nice. It was just like, I'm enjoying it. I'm into it. It's affectionate. Yeah. That, I was like, right. that looks good to me. It almost feels like amateur porn in that sense. Yeah, because amateur porn is usually people that are like in a relationship and in love with each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which sometimes that's not what you want to see. <laughs> sometimes you do though. I uh, get it. Yeah, I don't want to see the guy that's like bulldozing the girl and all that shit. I, I, you, I don't. you don't. You don't want to see him destroy. No, no. I, uh, yeah, I don't want anybody. I don't want to hear the word penal. Yeah, <laughs> oh God. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, yeah. God. Or legal porn. I want. I want. I can only get hard if it's a crisis. Yeah. yeah. It, it's only good if it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want someone to be angry and someone to be scared. It's tough. I mean, you know, and not to kink shame people that do role play those kinds of things, but uh, no. But the role play is not. That's different than. Yeah. You could tell when it's a role play and when it's. Uh, oh, I didn't really read the thing. I didn't sign. I don't even know if you the... can. I don't know. People are. People are. Sometimes you people can. are real perverted. That's true. Sometimes you could tell, though. If some, I, I feel like it's, it's a, it's a nuanced thing, and it takes a real connoisseur to be able. To, oh like, yeah, I think some, some it's like looks, tasting notes of the forest floor in a wine. Some, some looks where it's like if somebody's like, this isn't. What if somebody's I just like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like this, yeah, I yeah. You see like is... a what are you doing look. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's. That my, should... my fantasy doesn't involve the what are you doing look. <laughs> yeah. No. Ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Some guys probably love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I am. Oh, I'm fucking dumbass. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, we're all into big dumb fucking idiots, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, the quote yeah. the Matt Brousseau yeah. joke. Now, Ron, you took a call. <laughs> no. no, he had to charge his phone. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I was making sure. Was so you can sure. take a call later. That yeah. makes sense. Cause you're Think going about to a, it. Well, you're going, to a, you're going to a TikTok party later. I am, yes. That's my <laughs> bleak and review. I'm going to a 24-year-old TikTok star's party. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, it could be fun. I think it will be fun. Yeah, I wasn't my, saying this as an insult. <laughs> yeah, I no, it's interesting. My my friend who invited me, who is our age, mm-hmm. a little younger than us, which is why she's um, 
able to be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we talked about in the car, bridging the gap between because there's a very hard line She's between people that can handle TikTok. How many? How many of us are on TikTok? I downloaded the app because I thought it was going to get banned, but I mm-hmm. haven't really used it. I am in the same exact boat. Yeah. I was like, I should do this. And then I was like, I don't give a fuck. I have the app. I've never posted anything. That yet. is the exact age we Matt, are. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never downloaded the app oh. because the permissions required. It goes through all your contacts and shit. Yeah, oh, well, shit. I, sh- I didn't pay yeah. attention to that, certainly. The Chinese government's Hong Kong and all your phones. I hope they find out who some of the people in my contacts are. Because <laughs> I'm like Jen from Gold Diggers. Like some girl I talked to one time. Steve, Jared's, Jared's roommate, Steve. Like, like, people I haven't talked to in 12 years. I was like, can you delete some of these TikTok, please? Yeah. Steal it, their information. If it's old enough and it's just like, Nick. And you go like, how, yeah, oh yeah. how close was I with this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no you fucking put, idea who yeah. Nick is. Back before you put last names and pictures in your contacts. So it's just, yeah, you got like seven. Just well, like all, of, all of the pictures I have of people on my phone are pictures of my face when I meet them. So I don't know who they are. <laughs> you're trying to gauge who this person is based on your immediate reaction Yeah, I to just them. know whether I like them or not. So your face will just be like distraught like, <laughs> no. Charles! No! <laughs> what kind of memento kind of shit are you on? <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't <laughs> you, you don't remember how you feel about people until you have to give yourself yeah, yeah, a yeah, little yeah, bebo. Yeah, yeah. This, like, is, <laughs> this is Ron. He will trick you. <laughs> the, one, the, one, the one where he's, where, he's, where he's in ecstasy but real scared is like, Ron, the burglar. <laughs> I had to get his number after that. Ron, B&E, hard come. <laughs> He's got it tattooed on his body, too. <laughs> <laughs> you have your contacts yeah. tattooed on your body. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Bobby B&E, balls depleted. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby B&E, balls depleted. I like that. That's fun. But TikTok, yeah, I don't know. It's It seems like it's fun. And China's going to own this country eventually anyway, so why not just get a jump start, you know, have them take all my stuff? I, <laughs> my problem, <laughs> I actually, um, I... <laughs> The way she communicates is we'll DM on Instagram, but she'll send video. Do you know you could send videos in the DM? Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I learned that once I started dating a 24-year-old. Also. Yeah, that makes you, sense. Only, this is how we find out. I'm over and here so, sending the videos that are like come up as video, and you have to click it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I sent back. I sent back. I like. I tried to send to it YouTube back, video. and I, yeah. I had to record. You sent back a photo of a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a letter back, and then, dearest Marguerite, and then, and then took a picture front-facing iPad camera. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> just the bridge of my nose up <laughs> in frame, it's all forehead. So huge glare. <laughs> in order to, but in order to, in order to listen to these messages, you have to have your volume up on Instagram. Right. And I can't handle that. This is why I can't be on TikTok. Just, and I, I'm curious, Matt, as someone who works in sound, from a mixing perspective, uh-huh. opening an app where every video is mixed differently oh, yeah. and almost all poorly, it's just too loud. It's, yeah. it, it's, a, and, it's a complete mess. <laughs> and it's not made for actual like, phone listen. Because yeah. it's like the audio goes into the phone from someone talking into the phone or yelling to the phone, <laughs> and then it comes out of the phone, worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then none of it is actually planned. And then also there's like the thing on Tic Tac. Tic Tac. 
Oh my uh, god, are you 90? For, no, no, no. He, he, 50 year old Cavett. No, no, I think it's because it's Ron came from Chicago. He's like, oh, fuck. the Chicago Oh, yeah, I got him on fucking Tic Tac myself. I got so started on the Tic Tac, I had a grabber. You hear about these kids on the fucking oh, Tic Tac? Oh days. my god, what's their favorite color? The orange? I like the orange on the Tic Tac. <laughs> but uh, but they also like TikTok uses those like weird fake voices all the time. This person there's, like, is doing the robot. There's like voice. yeah, there's yeah, a like, yeah, ton yeah. of that. It's really like oh, there's dude, no I, plan. That's so oh, un- yeah. that's so unnerving. I hope this never happens to me again. <laughs> that weird robot. Who, who ever wanted that? <laughs> no, no, one time. <laughs> That's who RoboCop should be killing. Uh, yeah. Should people should that seem so happy to have such loud noises playing, and it's that's never also a at meme, a moderate right? volume. That's yeah. also, some there's no, there's no moderate volume. There's like a meme trend that it's not just TikTok. It's all, I've seen it on a lot of things, but like the joke is this song is mixed poorly. Like it's going to do a hard drop of Evanescence mixed poorly and loud to be like, like that's like the bit. It's like something silly happens and this really bad like crackling, like destroying the EQ thing like comes in. And God help you if you happen to be just scrolling while your phone's connected to a Bluetooth device. Yes. Oh, that video no, starts no. auto-playing. It like, just ruins your whole day. It's yeah. There, there's probably some deterioration, too. You know how, like, uh, if a picture is shared and then downloaded and shared and downloaded and shared, it loses its yeah, quality. There's probably true. some deterioration in the that's audio quality, true. too. Yeah. You're getting a deep-fried <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. of, like, triple-fried catfish. <laughs> a, a, a teen from Alabama just being like—it's <laughs> like when they give—it's like when they give you—it's uh, like when they give you jalapeno poppers on chopped, and you got to cook them again. Somebody—somebody <laughs> like that. Somebody that made a copy of my shot in the theater bootleg, of yeah. the Ninja Turtles movie, and, then they, took and, a, then, and they gave their cousin a, a copy of their copy, and that yeah, cousin took, like, that cousin took a photo of the letter they wrote about how they felt about that movie, <laughs> front facing camera. I did, a, yeah, my copy of the Ninja Turtles movie was just like a shot in the theater bootleg. It was, it was. Rough. You were jacking off. No, no. Well, you no. shot. You shot in the theater. <laughs> I was. I was a very. Well, I was just like, this is real, real, real budget. Wait, are you talking about like the old Ninja Turtles movies? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about like the one from like '91. Yeah, or the, the the VHS in my house was uh, like. Oh, a, that must have been awful. A straight up, yeah, straight up that shot. That sucks. You, so I, you bought that in the street. Also, of New York. also, how on the DL? The Apple. How on the DL could this guy be with a big ass '90s? Like, how did you? How did you get that in there? Well, he had a there must have been a homeless guy like asleep in the doorway. Yeah, there must have been. Like in, in the fire exit where some guy was like, here you go. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because you put a briefcase on your shoulder <laughs> and then start filming the Ninja Turtles movie. Maybe someone running cable from, like, for him. From like 1990. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> that is awesome. He's just, you, could just, you could see when the camera shakes that his yeah. legs are getting tired. He did the two people in a trench coat thing, but it was just a camera sticking out of <laughs> <on> the top. He's <laughs> <laughs> like looking through the thing. He's like, don't, don't, don't look into this. It's yeah. fine. He's like, those are my pecs. <laughs> those, are, those are my pecs. <laughs> <laughs> like this I got that elephant Abstract shape <laughs> in his trench coat. Oh, my well, God. I mean, Ron wants to be a square body. I do. <laughs> I do. My, my body goals are, are the Mexican boxer Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> that dude is just a, a, a mini fridge. Yeah. You want to no, be like no Mr. contours in his body. I just want to be that. I want to be a wide are you square wor- Are you man. working on it? Are you doing shit? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm working on my obliques. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. It's your side abs. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Ron's yeah, yeah. teeing us up for our usual segment on the show, Obliques in Review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oblique in Review. Oblique in Review. Oblique in Review. Oblique in Review with Ron Metellus. Yeah. <laughs> so take us through the segment. Talk about your oblique r- routine. 
my oblique routine I've got. <laughs> Is it, is, it, is it just you like? Wait, wait, is it just you dropping stuff next to your car seat? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go down. You just keep losing things. Trying to get your fingers in there. Oh, my God. oh no, it's my phone. It's my phone. No, no, I gotta get closer. I did a great one the other day. I, I had a fucking dime and it slipped between the seats. I did a great one the other day. I was uh, I was smoking in the car, you know, nice. go, going up uh, the hill. Over into the valley, running and, up that hill, and I and I, I, I took my cigarette out the window. The wind puts it over back into my back, dude. I always like, worry about just this. in here. It happened, and I go, "Is that? Yep." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I put my fucking cigarette." I worry so, about that all the time. So my, my, my brother, my, one of my brothers, loves telling this story. Uh, this uh, this baseball team is playing on, and they have a game, and there's only like ten or eleven guys in the team, so they need everybody. And one guy just shows up halfway through the game, and they're like, dude, where the fuck have you been? You were supposed to, he was like, I was on the highway. I threw a cigarette out the window. Uh-oh. I drove two more miles, and then the backseat of my car was on fire. <laughs> That's terrifying. He said, he said, I didn't know what to do. I got out of the car. I went, got into the truck. I got my baseball stuff, and I just stood there while my car burned down. <laughs> The back. I so, didn't know what to do because he couldn't put it. The fire was too like big was, to yeah, put it out. Was raging. At yes. That point. Get some dirt. Yeah. Like <laughs> anything. Dirt. Did he? Did he find out what started the fire? Because it, it was it, the cigarette that he threw oh, out the window that came right back in. Great. <laughs> well, he know he, he knew that we didn't start it. Well, that's that's the thing I was. It's a good about, time though. for a fire right now. <laughs> Well, How Matt, you're gonna be stuck. I, I worry about that though. I worry about the fire. I, yeah, uh, man, it, it's it's real. <laughs> it happens. I know that I know that I've um, I'm better off in terms of self-esteem and mental health because whenever a car in front of me would like throw their cigarette out the window, I thought that they were like trying to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know. What do that, we got? What do we got? Now that's, I know that that's a crazy, yeah. crazy thing to. And assume. they have a serious <laughs> problem because they can't go ten minutes without smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. I do, I do like no, fa- no offense to anyone in this room. Oh no, including yourself. <laughs> including yourself. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can't. Read into everyone's behavior and assume it is a bad. I do like the idea. <laughs> Even if it is, it's just you're better off <laughs> if you think it's. You an really would think that event. you would see like a butt coming towards you, be like, "What the fuck does I that feel mean?" Like this, yeah, this guy <laughs> fucking hates me. <laughs> this guy who I've approached, and he's only seen. He's like. Judging you by the car, he yeah. like he doesn't hasn't even seen you. He can you, hardly even make me out <laughs> yeah. in the windshield. But well, the way I'm, uh, I picture it is like maybe like you like accidentally like you know have a minor goof up in traffic, and this guy's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this motherfucker," and he starts lighting the cigarette just so he can throw the butt at you when he's done. He's like, yeah. in, t- in yeah. five to six minutes, yeah, dude, yeah. this guy's gonna know. When you're an anxious person, you're always oh, sure. thinking, "Am I driving too close to this guy?" Sure. Da, da, da. And mm. also, people are crazy, and might even if you weren't, like who knows what people are thinking? Right, you're they're awful. Like, someone people seat- do project things. Yes. That's true. Is there someone watching me jack off while I'm driving? You're always like, <laughs> is it gonna make you come? <laughs> and I, if someone sees and it, and then you think the cum went out the window, <laughs> yeah. but the cum actually wraps around and into I, the back. Seat. I gotta get out of my car because now it's it's coming down. <laughs> Have uh, who who has uh, uh this is, this is a very important question. Uh, <laughs> it's who, always the start of a very important question. <laughs> who has ejaculated while driving? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, show of yeah, hands. Yeah. Uh, everybody yeah, me, except me. Ron. 
has raised their uh, hand. I, mine, was, mine was brand new. Like, I just did it. Well, mine was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you've got an accident. Yeah, I came from It's like Matt with the burglar. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, I got to hit someone. When I fuck up, you watch, you, you watch David Cronenberg's crash, and you're like, oh, I'm going to come that way now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Absolutely. No, he watched What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and he's. <laughs> <laughs> what? Roadhead for everyone? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never I, come I, from Roadhead. I, I no. actually, I actually slow, I slowed down because the people were passing us, and I was like, they're going to see. And she was like, shut up, no one's watching. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, great. Oh, yeah, this girl wanted to be seen big time. Okay, yeah. Sure. So she was like waving, she was waving her hands in the air while she was doing it. She was like tall. Like she just didn't care. <laughs> she was tall, so it was like, she had to like, kind of get her ass up. <laughs> you know what I mean? To even get down there. Oh, that's right. And so it was like, it was basically out the window, plus she had a butt plug That's in. right, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying this. So like, so like some like, some dudes like on break from work like, are like, what the fuck? <laughs> like they got like the biggest show of all time, and I was I like, I gotta drive on the one ten more often. <laughs> and I was like, punctuating yeah. a sentence with plus she had a butt plug in is pretty yeah. fun for many situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So this thing's going, she's it, riding my ass, it, yelling, and she had a butt kick, plug it in. It kicks it up a notch. Yeah, it does kick it, it, it does kick it up a notch. It's like it's <laughs> John. It's, but other John is living life. <laughs> <laughs> other John people is living it's, life. it's like sriracha. Other people had tried before, and like I was like, I'm too safe of a driver. Knock that off. I like I like a parked car sex. Car sex is is fantastic. Car really, sex is good. I've, I've never heard that take. I want I, I, I want to hear about that take. I think it's hot because of like the kind of the, the the roguish nature of it. I've never had sex in a car that was comfortable to have sex. Like I've never had sex in like an Escalade or anything. <laughs> but I like the danger involved it's, in it. It was like a high school thing for me. Nice. Yeah. Well, I I drive a hatchback, so those seats, <laughs> hey, there you oh, go. Those yeah. seats come down. Oh, they come down. <laughs> oh. Those seats come down. You're basically in a full size bed at that point. You really? got a hatchback. You get that snatch. Man, back, that's, you know what that's I mean? okay. Okay. So tell me. I mean, really, what it is that you like about it? It's it's the the threat of being caught. Uh -huh. Yes. It's the confined space. Yeah. Mm. Because I. I, I, Where do you think you're going, lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just Brace kidding. yourself. God, God. <laughs> God damn it, John. I mean, I can relate to the threat of getting caught. That, uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the one for me. It's, get, it's, it's having limits. Limits and restrictions mm. make things more enjoyable. Now, you can now, make things Yeah, more no, enjoyable. I agree. Absolutely. Follow up, though, uh, would, would that translate to, like, would you want to, like, fuck, like, in a public park? Or do you have to have yeah. like do you like I was just saying would you but I like it, my own space as that's well. what I say is like, like like on a bench where like anyone can see you like I, I that's where I draw the line because I get really self conscious I would not I I used to um I used to be nervous about that my girlfriend at the time her mom had a beach house Ooh. and you know so she were empty beach because it's only people who can afford beach houses it's not right a this is not a public beach yeah there's no there's no guy with a metal detector <laughs> oh <laughs> shit nobody's rooting around looking for coins people <laughs> go like get the fuck out of here asshole yeah. she's I'm trying to find the balloons so i was pretty i was pretty nervous about that at the time and then some lady some lady some lady some lady <laughs> some lady's jogging and like yells at us there are children on this beach and you were like i know like, like what am i i'm not going to yeah. fuck them there's a there's there's children about 300 yards away we can just make oh, them yeah, out yeah. it's like oh, no, no yeah. one there are children on this beach yeah that's a she should say I'm not having sex <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'm really repressed right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Nobody what, actually. I, I, that I means. felt I felt a great deal of shame at the time, but in now was I, that I, hot? I, was the humiliation hot? 
No, it wasn't. Mm. Okay, because some people are real, really into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and, and that's why. Pig. That's why yeah. I'm. I'm because I was gonna ask you. You said, "Oh, it's the threat of getting caught." I'm like, "But if you do get caught, for me, I would be like, this sucks. I would hate to get caught. I would be like, this sucks real bad. No, I, I would come. Some of the girls I, I've had sex with. <laughs> some of the girls I've had sex with would be like, "Oh man, that was that sucks so bad. That was so hot." And I'd be like, "No. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, no, it wasn't. It sucked." And it's you know because like you were saying like you're an anxious person, so I, I would be like I was like how I was like Ron how how are you crossing that fucking uh, mm-hmm. divide? But um, I okay now it makes more sense because you're saying it does suck if you do get caught. So well, the idea yeah, is more suck. fun than the the like the like if yeah. You like it's like it's like it's like when you jerk off and choke yourself. When? It's really great unless <laughs> unless you die. Right. That's not a. They never talk about that part. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well these days the that's kind of a toss dying. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or or yeah, choking someone else. Right. It's like it's great to. This is a great Ali Wong joke, right? Where it's like, I don't want to die. I just don't want to be sure if I'm going to live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I flubbed the wording. But I'm no, yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's the essential like a, concept. That yeah. is, I mean, that is why we choke. And well, why it's we gambling. <laughs> it's, it scratches the same itch yeah. as gambling, I think. Honestly, yeah. It's like, um, I have no follow-ups. It scratches, you, you would say it scratches goulette. those little cards. Go, what? Goulette? Yeah, that's what you would say, Kevin. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why did you go, oh, God, and look at me? Because you talked about goulette. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Okay, look, I will take complete ownership of the shit I've said. <laughs> but Matt looks at me and goes, "You would say goulet." Yeah, that's the best part. Now I can just do puns and just pot them off on Kevin. You have, you have, you have. Jesus Christ, Kevin! Why did you say that thing about goulet? You, you dip, fucking pervert! You have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should probably go to a break. But I, I still, I, I have, uh, I have questions. I bet. Yeah. yeah. When we come back, I have well, questions. Well, it is a little tease for the for the, after the uh, the musical interlude here. Uh, after the break here, we're gonna have John Faye. He's gonna have some questions. We're gonna have some answers. This will be all right here. Oblique review ninety point five. <laughs> Oblique and review. Oblique and review. The podcast that has lots of sidebars. <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Goulet. <laughs> He just kept doing that that shit. Yeah, I think that's what happened with my dad when he realized he wasn't going to be able to retire. He was just like, fuck it, these last like 10 years, I'm just going to go to a bunch of European places. Like, I'm just going to yeah, take yeah. time off every year. And then, yeah. Uh, died before he could retire. So I was like, good thing you did that shit. Because mm. everyone's like, oh, I'm going to save it for when I retire. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather, uh, his... His younger brother died, like a week after retirement. Straight devastating. Up. And then my grandfather was like, "Well, retirement's out." <laughs> <laughs> so he just kept being like a mall cop and stuff. <laughs> I gotta keep working. That or is my body real. Will just reject it. That's a thing, right? It is a real thing. Yeah, my my mom threw him like a big retirement party. You know, after like twenty years driving a bus to Manhattan, <laughs> then he became a doorman for like another fucking twenty years at like a, a rich people uh, apartment place. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he would always wear Christmas because the tips were really good for opening a door. <laughs> you know? Well, you got to throw some money at him. Oh, yeah. We got our dog out of that. <laughs> you got your dog? Yeah, we got our dog out of it. Because he stole it or they, was they he bought tipped, it? He was tipped a dog? No, there, <laughs> no, there was... Uh, so There's some for your trouble. It's your problem now. So the, the, <laughs> the, uh, the dudes in, in, like, the concierge and stuff, 
there were like these um, like there were like kind of crazy dudes. They were like doing a lot of coke and stuff. And uh, my grandfather was friend. My grandfather would become friends with everybody. And uh, the, <laughs> the the uh, the there was this guy, and he was like you know like a banker or something. And his boyfriend would just stay home all the time, and he would just he would just order porn tapes, and the, and the concierge <laughs> the concierge Amazing. would just would open up the box, read all the titles of the porns to the guys downstairs, <laughs> tape the box back up, and then send it upstairs. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, the guy that worked on Christmas uh, Day, he came home with a golden retriever puppy, and the boyfriend goes, "Oh my God, I hate dogs." And so then he comes downstairs in the elevator on Christmas Day, and he goes, anybody want a dog? And my grandfather goes, right here. <laughs> I'm trying to get that. And then that was my childhood dog. Wow. Wow. Rejected by, rejected by a pornman. Yeah. <laughs> this, dog, this dog has only had one previous owner <laughs> for a very brief amount of time. That's pretty crazy. He's like, this dog's going to eat into my porn time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get somebody a dog on a whim, I feel like. You gotta, that's a conversation you have to have. Yeah, before. how the yeah, fuck yeah, do yeah. you not have that talk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't just show you up and be yeah. like, oh, this is a Christmas day? an 18-year commitment. Yeah. Yeah. I have a living thing for our apartment. Yeah. Like, like You take care of it, too. <laughs> your big, your big reveal. <laughs> I'm going to be gone a lot, yeah. so hopefully yeah. you can deal I'm gonna with I'm going to be watching porn. you got to watch the dog. <laughs> your big reveal is something that nobody asked for. <laughs> I thought he'd make you love me. <laughs> Also, there's a child. That was the what had happened like the night before. Is they got into a big fight about his porn viewing, and <laughs> he's trying to make it up with the yeah, dog. yeah. I yeah, I watched bestiality porn, but oh god, but I rescued the puppy of the yeah. dog in the video. Yeah, I think it's pronounced bestiality. Yeah, from what I heard, it's, it's a Patreon best, profiles and eccentricity Patreon callback. Mm -hmm. Everybody, yeah. go download it. Yeah, go download it. Well, you have to pay five bucks. Well, yeah. go give Matt and John five dollars. A fiver. A five, you just slap five on it. Yeah. You, get a, you get a whole month of content for that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Was was the uh, what's the thing that Republicans always say? Like, uh, we do a cup of coffee. If you just didn't spend it on the coffee, you could have a house now. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun? You know when uh, you know when you have five on it. Yeah, shorty. I, I how got you need. Like, <laughs> how many hits is that? How many hits? I mean, I mean that was one good hit. I got five on it. That was a hit. No, I'm saying. Like, yeah, how I mean, many hits on the weed? Is are, the five? Right? Oh, oh, are we, sure. Wait, wait. Are we talking pre or post inflation? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking like when the song came out? Oh, no. came out in 1993. That's like a half a bowl. <laughs> that was yeah, a half. Yeah, that's a half. Right. A, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a big ass hit. Yeah. And now, like, I mean, Jesus. I mean, with gas prices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I heard today from butane a, prices. I heard today from a guy who uh, knows a guy who owns multiple gas stations. The guy who owns the most multiple gas stations said, uh, "It's going to be ten. There, we're not stopping. We're just going to keep raising the prices, and no one can stop it. It's going to be $10 at some point. I had, wow. a, I had a really nice, chatty Uber driver the other day, and he said he used to work um, at a gas station franchise, and he said the reason why gas prices are so high is because oil companies are uninsured. Huh. So when something bad happens uh -huh. and a pipe bursts, Mm -hmm. Which they, they just do. raise the prices yeah, to make uh, oh, great. great. <laughs> like, cool. We spilled oil and now you have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. but they're also fucking federally subsidized. Yeah, and isn't yes. that insurance? Yeah, it's like in the one time a country decided to nationalize their own gas, Britain and the United States overthrew their government. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I do not think so. Nationalized. That's tough. That's that tough is to tough, hear. Kevin. That's that tough. is tough. That's You're tough right. To it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. It's not good. <laughs> and, uh, the folks in Alaska just get a stipend for the oil. Yeah, or all the oil they take there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just like living around, you know, hiding out from the law. Yeah. L that's living the best. around. That's the best. 
In half the year, you're depressed because <laughs> there's no sun. Yeah, it's a fascinating scene I'd kind of like to check out because they say, like, basically everybody in Alaska is, like, somebody that's, like, running from something. No, no, I have an uncle in Anchorage. He was a teacher. What'd he do? He yeah, was he was a teacher. <laughs> well, he, he retired. He retired because he was teaching. He was probably yeah. in the SLA. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of inflation, the, the uh, Alaskans get a big check to deal with how expensive everything <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we should all go to an Alaska bottle where just Ooh. one day a year. Was it $10,000? No, oh, yeah. it depends on how much they made that year. Oh, it's a, it's income adjusted. Yeah, no, 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 not the people. I mean the the state, I believe. So the oh, check the check is dependent on how much the oil. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so it, what, what, it's what? because of their proximity to communist Russia. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get paid in rubles. <laughs> Some people got lost. Lost <laughs> communist Where's Russia. Where's my check? <laughs> there is no check. <laughs> it's Russia now. Czech Republic. Hey, where's, <laughs> damn it, you got there first. <laughs> <laughs> Bleak and Review, of course. So, Bleak and Review, we are back here talking about Russia. Uh huh. Have we talked about anyone's week? <laughs> we, we talked about anyone. No, the intro got, is Kevin talking about his week. I was, we move uh, on. No. Uh, Kevin, I gotta say, uh, great intro this week. I know, I know. Last uh, three weeks ago. Oh, you mean this one that just this happened? This one, this one yeah. that you did uh, after we recorded. I want to make it like real weird now, so people. Oh no! You've already that. done that. Oh <laughs> yeah! There's no going back now. I had to. I had to text you. I like that Matt's like, "Yo, I'll do the podcast again with you, but only if I can be real mean about it <laughs> all the time." <laughs> well, you know, I gotta have rules. You gotta. I learned. Rules. I learned from my therapist. You have to have rules. Oh, Bill Maher. New what? Rule, that's a new rules joke. Oh, oh. that's Does like he even... a couple of degrees of separation. Yeah, 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 but you know it works. It's just <laughs> it's it works. I'm telling you, it works. None of us got it. <laughs> None of us who have all seen Bill Barr <laughs> understood it. Yeah, I was watching it the other night. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? Why? Just cause. I do. I do not hate Bill Maher. Yeah. I, do, I I do like. I, I know you do. Yeah. I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I do think there's something about that show where uh, he'll have you know. A, a, a very uh, varied crowd, shall we say, politically, and everybody just kind of says what they think, and I think it's like it's kind of like it's becoming taboo for that those like worlds to be shared, and it's bad for the country. So I think you know, if somebody just has a couple of bad takes or whatever, it's like you know we we can't really throw that out though. It is it is a place where like you know people are talking, uh, you know, honestly, yeah. I think that's that fair. I, 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 the slippery slope there, and it's not necessarily with Bill Maher, it's just in general, because like, I had a libertarian neighbor for a while, so I got to hear all this shit, which is like, well, we should also like let Nazis have a platform so people could hear and weigh but, both sides. I'm like, I don't know if that's I great. Do, I, I, I do agree with that. No, but the Nazis know. always have a platform. I, I, There's look, never look, been an issue that the Nazis don't have enough platforms. All, all through the 90s and stuff like that, they were never as powerful. Because it wasn't so like, oh, you can't say that. Everybody would just hear them out, and then we'd go like, you're a fucking idiot. And I think it, like, the thing that really emboldened the right is when people started telling them they couldn't say things. Right. And I think that that has been disastrous. And I think it put them even further on the march and on the move and has led to things like Trump and Roe v. Wade being overturned. I think people are like, they feel like there's like an elite and there's like you can't make mistakes or you'll be canceled. I think all of that is playing into things that are bad for the country. Not a counter, but I think contextualization as to how we can have 
Nazi rallies in the 90s that seemed not to make a blip at all into mm-hmm. the alt-right that we have today, mm-hmm. which is, we have the internet now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it is a, a big, big different I, platform. You know, I, we talk about being 32 again, and it's it. like, I was, I didn't have good enough internet to be radicalized. <laughs> but even in my old age, there have been times where it's very easy to be radicalized, I think. And I think because a lot of the times... Whatever the thing that is radicalizing people contains, like, a shred of truth. Sure. Whether it be <laughs> your black Israelites, mm-hmm. your Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels of the world. <laughs> sure. R.I.P. Your Kevin Sorbos. R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels, of course. But I think, so here's the thing, is I think... You, because uh, I, I could make an argument that I was pre-internet radicalized because I kind of sought that shit out, uh, in you know, in in the other way. You know, I got it like into like punk subculture, and then I was like, oh, you know, like I realized, you know, stuff like I ran contra, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? You know, and people people can think that's the radical left, even though it's just facts that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's it, the difference. And, right? But but it will be called that. Right. It will be called that. And you know, people that uh, you know are are uh, wrong about other things. I think it's important, you know, if they're like on like you know some Ruby Ridge Waco type tip, uh, to not count those people out of the fold, mm-hmm. uh, to not uh, uh, leave them isolated. I think that makes things far worse. I think uh, things like laws against Holocaust denial in Europe uh, are just sheerly bad. I think if somebody says you can say anything but one thing. It will cause so much interest in the one thing you can't say that people will go like, "Well, there might be something to that." Yeah, and, and then people can, that are looking for a and, thing and, already because they they're can, angry about something and, and they, they got to find a exactly, yeah, and yeah. they can get very carried away with those ideas. I think if you saying people can't say things, I think is disastrous for democracy. Right, right. I think it is absolutely disastrous for democracy. Let people go out and embarrass themselves. That that's it. And also, it. don't ruin them about it. Just be like. Here's the deal, man. Yeah. And talk back to them and just be like, yo, man, like, it's really not like that. Check me out one time like this. Here's the facts. <laughs> and, and, and also, like, I don't hate you. I don't think people are really that evil. Like, I was yeah. saying to you the other, like, the last time we talked about this sort of thing. I think, like, the minute you're like, dispose them, get rid of them, like, this person needs to go. That's not going anywhere good. And it right. will very much increase hatred of the other Whichever side you're on. Yeah, I guess my yeah. only, my only, yeah. like, you're, I think you're totally right in that regard. I just think, going back to what Matt was saying, is that these people aren't, they don't have any shortage of platform. Like, there's right, indus- right, entire right. industries dedicated to, like, like the Daily Wire, its whole existence and stuff like that. Sure, maybe that's not Nazi. I'm thinking about, like, I'm talking no, about these they're, extremists. They're you know. fascist. Yeah, well, definitely. But I'm saying, like, so, like, there's already that there, and then someone being like, I don't really want to have Ben Shapiro on my show to mm-hmm. debate because, like, you know, like I just don't see that being fruitful. Well, well because, but yeah. at, at the at the same time, like William F. Buckley and James Baldwin had a debate. Mm-hmm. It was very obvious who won. Right. James uh, Baldwin right. mopped the floor with him. Yeah. There was there was no like so, well. So did Gore Vidal. It, it, so like when 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 a, when a, a a person goes a conservative person goes and wants to speak at a college and the students protest and they don't speak at all, that doesn't actually help. the The right thing to do to that is let them speak. And then Let the next lose. night, you have someone who counters all of their arguments. Yeah, yeah. You know, because by it, you have to allow them a showcase to show how stupid they are, mm-hmm. and then prove it. 
But yeah. by not letting them speak, then they retreat into their own spaces where everybody agrees with them, yes. and that only it grows yes. that. The yeah, ad, to the, the to, to, to your to your point, Matt. I think, and this is what I was trying to get at, which is. It, then it becomes a secret knowledge thing. Yes. And it's, yeah. the secret knowledge is very powerful. Mm-hmm. When There's you have community. someone that says, they don't want you to hear this. <laughs> yes. And, yes. And, and yes. then they could point to say, see? Yes. Right. They wouldn't let me speak here. And I also am not, when it comes to an individual espousing views, I'm, I, I don't really get worked up about platforming. If you have, you know, like, Joe, Joe Rogan is mainstream, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes. if y'all have Joe Rogan on the podcast, are y'all platforming Joe Rogan, <laughs> right. the yeah. guy with twenty million viewers? <laughs> right. Are you giving him a platform? That's very true. Like right. I don't. Well, because it's it, all it's all drawn up for like like the, the, no one's doing. Yeah, I guess you're because it's more like oh we're gonna have Ben Shapiro debate like blank and blank and like we just know that's gonna have people watching. Like it's it's all it's all theatrics. Just be a better debater than him. Yeah, but I just, I just I, worry that that doesn't matter, you know, anymore. That like people like I feel like like I don't sorry to, I didn't mean to to continue rambling, but like the one and this is more of a political problem than a than a than a news problem that I'm thinking. But I'm thinking like how poorly. Trump was during like the debates back in the back in 2016 and like how weird he was being and like looming and doing weird shit like farting on Hillary or whatever he was doing like and nobody like people loved it they were like we that was a point where like sure it was like a shitty thing like it was a shitty news outlet based thing like politics is basically a sham anyway but like people love him even though he was clearly the loser in that like he was saying dumb bullshit and people his base still and then maybe do you think that's just because the problem's already gone that far that they were going to follow him no matter what I think, I think it was a continuation of the things like you know and like because that's why he existed anyway in 2000 it was the thing where it was like remember everybody was going like oh there's no difference and it turns out one's bush oh, there's a big difference one guy believes in climate change and thinks it's a major problem and the other guy will have a for-profit war millions of people dead yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. there is a difference um, but it, it was a thing where everybody just goes like, ah, everybody shows up and they're kind of milk toast. And the one guy that was being like, I, I'm I'm gonna look like you know the the raw one. Uh, I think that's why he won. Yeah, and yeah. There's an appeal to someone who is uh, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. Ba- yeah. to the baser instinct of it. Like what well, you're saying. Like actually, I want to go back because when Ron, what Ron's saying, since we're the same age, we can we can all we can all we can get this. Uh, <laughs> but the only way to really get tic tac tic. <laughs> The only way to get radicalized it uh because I had my best friend from like elementary school growing up uh, we do not speak anymore but because uh, he got real weird and like racist and stuff and the only way to do that in the early internet was 4chan 4chan was the place to do that and that was mm. a place where like the like most like put like people that like were the angriest and there was you know there was other good parts there was like a music board and stuff there was positive parts of 4chan but what it ended up being and what it still is to this day is this like place to just kind of spew anonymous vitriol and uh-huh. like hey and then you just start finding the people that agree with you and stuff so like that has been brewing and it's always going to be there for the people that want to do that yeah. i guess i just i i think the reason i brought it up in the first place is because the guy who the kind of people that will say like well you got to give everybody a platform not the way that you guys have talked about it certainly but they're just like they don't actually care and they just like counter like they just want to be like fucking liberals are bullshit and like why do we care about one thing more than another and it just felt it's when it's a disingenuous mm-hmm. thing. okay so so mm-hmm. he, here's a, a thing is like you know people um you know uh like a lot of the things that like became big with the internet were things that used to be in stuff like uh you know pre-internet or nascent internet time like I was into like zine yeah, culture yeah zine I was gonna say zine. and the zine culture like, you know, so if you're like a flat earther let's just say mm-hmm. it was very niche and then the internet 
And then it's a thing where you know it it, it, it the Mandela up. effect. So like yeah, the increase <laughs> in it is is so is so you know thing. But it's a thing where you go like oh somebody is uh, finding community, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're going like uh, you know I feel belonging, and that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And then they're also like feeling comfort, and so they don't have to go out into the world as much and get uh, tempered like steel. Yeah, <laughs> and and find people that disagree with. I them. already got the people and, that and, like and me. deal with those people and and be like and be challenged and be like, well, but you know, it's so much easier. But like, we can get on a boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. And like, I can we, still talk to this, and person. we won't fall yeah. off, and it's not an optical yeah. illusion. Yeah, right? Uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories with nine eleven. That you know, the towers are holograms to some people. Uh, sometimes that's how Tupac died. Some, like, 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 it was a thing where well, the uh, two towers are in Jamaica right now. Yeah, Nobody talks about that. It was, yeah, it was, Nobody talks about was, how was, the World Trade Center got relocated to Jamaica. It, it was a, it was a thing where <laughs> pre and post internet, um, uh, the guy that used to be on on Mar, the the, uh, the dude that uh, uh, did like the Great Derangement, the writer Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi, yes, yeah, and he yes, was, he he has uh, disappeared from it. But he said this thing where he goes like, you know, I said this stuff about nine eleven conspiracy theorists, and then they were protesting outside the Rolling Stone offices, and I went down. And I was like, do you guys want to go get like coffee, right, and right. talk to me about why you're protesting me? And he goes like, and everybody at the table had like a different take on nine eleven, and I was like, in pre-internet times, conspiracy theorists s- s- tried to distill the truth. Mm-hmm. Get to the bottom. Get to of the bottom, but get yeah, to the bottom yeah. of the actual truth. Now yeah. it's a thing where everybody just goes, "Well, this is what I think happened." Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, and and, every, and and like, that's not a problem. It's like everybody just goes, "Well, it's not what they said it was." That's a Rick. Even, yeah. Even, yeah. Even though we don't agree with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there was, was the, um, Rick, the old Rick Wood joke where it, he goes, "Conspiracy theorists used to actually like have like plans and stuff. Now they just go, thing that they said happened didn't happen.'" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's um. A Mandela Effect episode of uh, How to of John Wilson. Oh my God, that episode's amazing. Yeah, everyone has a different. It's like, oh, I remember. I remember this brand used to have a bear, and now the mascot's another thing. And raccoon has two C's in it. Yeah, (laughs) not Um, one. Faye, this is not exactly what you were talking about because you're talking about letting people have their views and letting them exist in a public forum. Although, Mm. what is a public forum? (laughs) But I think, like. And I say this as someone who does gamble on sports, but <laughs> but the 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 normalization of gambling into sports media mm. really bothers me because I was so into sports when I was twelve. I would watch every game. If I didn't watch the Red Sox, I think that they would lose because I wasn't watching. And if all that was happening while all of these odds and, like, this is the spread, I really – could have become a gambling addict. Yeah, oh, sure. a- absolutely. <laughs> and and there's, a, there's someone I went to school with who, for a, um, a, a station that a – lo- like a local regional station that only plays this sports team's games, he is their gambling guy. So he he's on camera going. Uh, these are the odds for the for this team and for this team for the hockey team and this for the baseball team. And you go, why is this on? Yeah. People are losing money already paying for the channel, right. but now they're losing <laughs> now they're losing money based Every on like show the, has what are your pi- oh Jim what are your picks yeah. what are your picks what yeah. are your picks and this is a bunch of and, and guys with two picks. <laughs> <laughs> 
He got beaned in the leg. That's why that's why he walks like that. It, it and when you have a guy who has analytics, he has all this history, oh Tennessee is historically they're seventy and five after right. a bye week. Da, 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 they take the bus, and so you, you, <laughs> you have all of this data to support an incredibly <laughs> a volatile random <laughs> yeah, sports right. sports that, or like, Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, just because the guy's in a wheelchair, anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> he could come if someone surprises him. <laughs> and it's not. I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to make a one-to-one comparison because gambling no. is an act. Okay, it's not a view, sure. and we're talking about you were talking about views. Mm. But when I think about platforming, whether or not certain certain views should be on television mm. or should be sure. popularized, I really think that we're just creating this like generation of addicts, and um, I think it's very fucked up. You know, gambling okay, is, no, is, is a belief. Gambling be, is a belief. It should be in the shadows. It should yeah. be something that you have to go to a windowless room <laughs> to <laughs> but, do. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 like, so I agree with you, and I, I, I think there should be a law where if you are, uh, you know, because, like, uh, Glenn Beck, uh, you know, when he was huge, uh, he did a time interview. And he was going like, oh, yeah, I believe my show is 40% uh, politics, 60% entertainment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rush Limbaugh started off as a top 40 DJ. Uh, these guys, they're not doing the news. And there should be some kind of disclaimer if they're losing these lawsuits that you go like, Fox News is not the news. It's mm-hmm. like back in the day when they would interview Jon Stewart. And he'd be like, well, on your show, you do lots of spin and stuff. He goes, yeah, my show's a comedy show. And it is marketed as such. He's talking about The Daily Show. It's not even, it's not even spin. Well, it's the, not spin. Well, the, the, Satire no, became they, more truthful. What, well, they would attack him like no, he... No, exactly. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but that wasn't even valid. Yeah. No, so well, no, what, it, what they were saying was still it's bullshit. It's like almost what you're saying is reinforcing how bad what you're doing is. Because you are coming at me as if I'm a real politics show and I'm doing more uh, real yes, politics. I, I don't know, you know if you, you know, the guys uh, that are the, the left guy and the right guy in NPR... So frequently, oh, God, so, so frequently, so they would uh, agree with each other, though. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, because they're both rich guys. But there's also a thing where you got to go like, listen, man, you know, if I meet some fucking guy, you know, that's cool at a bar and we're having a great time, and you know, and we both uh, like Warren Zevon, R.I.P. And then like. <laughs> Kevin is the RIP. <laughs> Kevin Samuels and Warren yeah. Zevon. In case someone the, was listening, go they didn't do. Uh, you know, but like if, if enjoy if, every sandwich. If everybody. then it comes out that the guy is you know uh, into Trump or whatever, and I'm like, oh, all right, well that's over. You know, <laughs> I, it's like that's not helpful. Uh, if it's a thing like where you can reach somebody and you can talk to them, and I think like the movement that should come out of all of this more than anything is just kind of an anti-internet thing. Uh, like you know the. Uh, the, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm as guilty of this as anybody. I was saying the other day, I think if you could pinpoint and put the blame on anybody for the division of the country uh, being this severe in a single person, it's Mark Zuckerberg. But I'm I was going to say uh, Rowan uh, Atkinson. I'm on Spotify. I'm on fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? I'm still giving that guy money. We all are. And it's that's like... Wait, is he on Spotify? Yeah, yeah they bought. Oh, I thought that was. Uh, I thought he was Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I thought Spotify was some. Facebook Swedish, bought Swedish. Spotify years ago. Oh, sure, fair enough. That, but, I, I believe that. But like, <laughs> I didn't shit. Know. But it's a thing where like we're still <laughs> we're still not penalizing that guy for yeah. the spreading the fake news, 
deliberately uh, creating more divisive things with your all of yeah. our all of our friends, oh yeah oh, all yeah. of our friends and family mm-hmm. and you know uh, just for clicks and and further revenue yeah and like. You know, like I said, like the thing about like being... and for reminding us our dead parents and Facebook memories. It's like, <laughs> come on, man, fix your algorithm a little bit. Being like I said, being tempered like steel by having to go out into the real world and not just staying in your cozy little bubble. You yeah. know, that's the real thing we lost. Having to be challenged. Yes. Realizing people are not villains. Yeah. These are not evil people. They just believe what they believe. Well, sometimes they are. <laughs> very, very rarely. Yeah, but I would say, opinion. like, I, we are polarized against each other very the, much. Uh, they so. definitely would think that we're you evil. and I are right. evil. We're all baby killing, uh, baby killing sodomites. Yes, and no, that's, and baby that, killing the weekend. That's yeah, not... come on. That's just, that's just, that's just a good time. Anytime somebody breaks into my house, you know, in nine months, I'm making a baby. And I'm I don't do it. sodomy. I only baby kill. <laughs> oh my uh, God, what a run we, what a run we're on. <laughs> I'm trying I to agree, bring it back. I agree with you. I, I do I agree too. We, I agree we, too. We've, I think we've reached a point of of comp- or not compromise of just a, agreement in that free. Even if you have free speech, you still have to be able to categorize something as okay. This is news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, yes. Yes. You can say whatever you is, want. This is a cigarette. We we are selling this cigarette. However, <laughs> this is a pipe. It but, will kill you. But also, this is a pipe. That's a good. That's but good. Also, that's a very good it, joke, it, man. It, it, that's a very good. What joke. What did you say? This is a pipe. He made a French sub, uh, surrealist Duchamp, joke. Duchamp. What? Uh, Duchamp? I think it might. I can't remember. It's one of the French. It's Emerald Lagasse, right? I don't remember, no, but it's a, it's a painting that I Gusto, like. whatever. <laughs> Gusto. Mr. Gusto. Mr. Gusto from Grand Budapest. But, but, a, but after all that manipulation that we fucking soak up all day long, when it comes to us talking to people, we need to work hard to remove our own emotion. Yeah. Mm. To, yeah. to be like, all right, man, you believe this. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and be a faithful person that you're not a, an evil Fucking, you know, a beast. Yeah, and just beast. be like, and just be like, okay, walk me through that, and 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 also take the leap of faith that I'm not either. Yeah, and and just be like, okay, let's get to somewhere we can agree. It is instead, it's like <laughs> it just expands. Mm-hmm. Your, 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 well, I mean, the, left the election is... worked. The vaccines are fake. They kill like anything. It's like we're so divisive well, on anything. Well, and the left is fucking hates itself. Like we hate. We're in fighting in the left too. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it happens on the right. I don't really know. So not, sure. not nearly as much. No, I mean, I would say like they like, have their shit together, the, and they're winning. They are winning. <laughs> they are. They are winning. The, the, yeah, you, you because there's like the the people who are mad at the people who aren't left enough, or the people who. It's always been that way. Circular, yeah. circular firing squad. Yeah, it's always been that. It's way. Just mm-hmm. get, it just gets faster. The fr- the fractions in the mm-hmm. in the activist mm-hmm. group get faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so much narcissism involved in it. Oh, obviously. I have the one version of anarcho-syndicalism that is the right <laughs> way for everyone yeah. else to live. This, the certainty, I bristle at the certainty. Yes. And it, completely how pre- do you, I completely guess, preposterous. Explain that to Mrs. Main Street. I guess here's here's what I is would... she single? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, about but Mrs. I, and she's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but, Mrs. But Main Street's going to catch him on Mrs. What, Main Skeet. Why, why did she move to... <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring it back to a comedy podcast at some point. Oh yeah. Why did she move to Main Street if she didn't want to get plowed so much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, uh, please, Mr. Main Street was my father. Call me daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, but uh, John, I want to just in summation because I completely understand with I I get it and I feel it every day. My thing, my question to everybody here is how the fuck cuz that is all true. 
and we're the the most divided we've ever been. How the fuck do you compartmentalize that and have any hope for the future? Because I don't see it happening. I don't see anything changing. I ju- I think more than anything, we I, are more connected than ever and more I, disconnected than ever. Yes, and I, I think more than anything, like the the lies sell so much, and uh, what it uh, what they what they sell really is um, to people that feel uh, rejected by society, right? Uh, you know, the, like the incels, the loners, all that stuff, and they just tell them like, "You're right, you're the right. midnight smokers. You're right. There's an elite." They look down on you. Everything's wrong. Do I really think this many of those people are pro-life? No. I think they just want to own libs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's become the thing. Uh, during pandemic, We exist to dunk in a quote tweet. During the pandemic, you know, I, I think about this. Like, um, they started throwing out with the mask thing, my body, my choice. And then, uh, and then it's the Roe v. Wade thing, and you go like, "Oh, well, that's out the fucking window." Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was ne- it was them negotiating in bad faith. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they, and so they... the bad faith is the thing where it's like we're not for anything. We're just we're against just you. Against yeah, you. That is very true. But also, and that's what hate groups thrive on. But also, that is Fox News doing the same thing as Facebook. It's going yes. like the more angry you get from what we say. The more you're glued to everything we say, yeah. Yeah. the more Tucker Carlson it, informs you that you should be upset about the Baymax show because there's a trans person that has a period in it, and he's getting free health care from uh, yeah, Big Hero Six. Yeah, every, every you're, you're like, and, and uh, you know, it's topical. It was the thing where uh, it, it's easier to sell to uh, middle of America white Americans that are are, are seeing. Uh, them making less than their father made, right? And and the, the way suicides went up, and that dovetailed with the election of Trump. Yeah. And they're going like, "What's going on? I don't get it." And the reason is, you can look at a bus driver that's in a union. You can look at a guy that's from Mexico, and you can blame him. You're not going to blame a billionaire on an island because you don't well, see him. Yes, that and, is very and true. You, and and that is a thing where you go like, they're being played. They've always been played that way. And 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 it it's it's gone on and on and on. Well, it's also why all the billionaires have shifted right since like this stuff has been happening. Oh, they've yeah. always been. Shifted. No, 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 no. They've shifted. Like been. I'm saying, like Elon Musk. I'm saying, like the the perception of them. Like they were supposed to be for the. Like, I'm saying, like Jeff Bezos and stuff. But of it's course, also, no. but it's also because the left has such bad PR. They've always been. Yes. We do seem so fucking annoying. We seem so annoying. Where it's like if you make a transgression about a pronoun, it's the end of the world. Yeah, and that is annoying. People yes. make mistakes. Yes. It's fine. Yes. No, it's that is not true. the end of the world. Yeah. Like I mean, like, it's ended some of my friendships, but right. But it's not <laughs> like it's like, dude, get some real fucking problems, man. I that don't know. Is... My mom did heroin. Get a real problem. <laughs> and her you know per- what I'm her like... pronouns were ooh ah when yeah, she put the needle yeah, in, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. I Ron. Ron is in a fit right now. <laughs> You know what Welcome back to LA, baby. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a thing where it's like, dude. No, like, I do know exactly. We, what you're we gotta get off this high horse. On I just life. don't know how. I just don't know how anything gets fixed at this point. I'm really worried about that. That's what I've been worried about. Is how do we? Well, we gotta start talking to each other. I yeah. mean, and we gotta stop being so butthurt about everything. Yeah. Like, like, calm the fuck down, man. Like, do you think real, we're too far gone? Problems. Do you think we're too far gone? No. I don't know. It feels like that sometimes. I feel like I feel like on both sides. Listen, if, 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 if we're ruined by looking at our fucking phones, we deserve to go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, I was. I'll True. do a, a microcosm of what you're talking about in that way. Um, my brother uh, lives in the South and uh, was kind of an anarchist punk kid growing up. Did the military thing. Now is kind of a libertarian. Doesn't really care. Lives in the woods. Makes money. And doesn't care about. Doesn't think about other people's problems very much. So he voted for Trump. And I found this out like recently, like I, like within the last couple, like two years, which I didn't know before. 
And, you know, we talked about it uh, and it was fine. And like, well, it wasn't fine, but we, we argued about Black Lives Matter rallies and stuff uh, as because, like, you know, it's one of those things of like, I want to talk about this with my family and. You know, my mom, my dad's dead, so my mom can think for herself again, and so she's kind of <laughs> getting becoming more liberal. Uh, my brother is like, "Oh, it's fucking funny that people got hit at rallies and stuff," and that's tough to hear from your brother. You have the guy uh, living in the woods. Yeah, the guy living in the woods who hasn't probably ever uh, met. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, uh, no, no, just real, real quick. I just wanted to say yes. There. there is a thing where you have to look at your brother and you go like, "Why do you need to be fulfilled by violence against people?" And that's, yes, and that's yes. the thing. Well, like, for him, because my brother's the same. Everything for him is a meme. It's all a meme. He's, it's not really connected to... No, well, well, that, that, what, I'm, what I'm saying is... He's also a military. The, the, ra <laughs> the rage that's fed, though, is, is something that, like, you know, that's the drug. Well, that's, that's what I was going to get at, John, was that what ended up happening after, like, you know, this happened a few months, and then, like, a few months later, I'm back visiting, and my brother and his wife are visiting... And he, my brother goes to bed. I've never told this story on the podcast, and um, I, nobody in my family has listened this far, so it's probably fine. But it's you know it's a matter of public record with my friends. Uh, there's a part where my brother goes to bed, and I stay up, and me and his wife are watching Across the Universe. And apparently, I had I was a little drunk, and I had the volume up a little too loud, and we were like ch laughing and making jokes and like talking about the movie. And my brother came downstairs and said, uh, I don't remember what he said, but he punched me in the face for being too Whoa. loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I freaked out because I was drunk. His wife starts freaking out. If I could just came down, we we're both in our 30s at the time, and he punched me in the face. And that hadn't happened since we were children, so that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then later that night, you know, I'm crying and smoking a cigarette. Like, what's going on? But we were you multitask? What you were yeah. sitting down? No, I was I was sitting down when he punched me. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch. He came down and punched me in the face. Um, and then we eventually, like, I go out to smoke a cigarette. And I'm like freaked out by the whole thing because it was very sudden and unexpected. I was just trying to. Yeah, watch you're it. watching across the universe. Yeah, I think yeah, it right. Did. It might have been right in the middle of. Uh, it might have been right in the middle of. Let it be. <laughs> yeah. like maybe he, he the thought most you, moving part of the movie. I thought they said let it be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that John Lennon? Yeah, no, he was coming down. He was. What, what happened is we were all dressed up as our favorite characters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he he's I like, was I, the walrus, I, of course. You, you were Ringo, and he's like, I hate Ringo. <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> he said, all you need is gloves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. That's, yeah, but, that's no, but like later in that night, uh, you know. Why'd you let him lace up the gloves? <laughs> he was well, he was up in he was in his what corner. What did you think he was going to do? Shit, man. I thought we were about to <laughs> fucking handle some rodents. What was he wearing? Uh, no, well, I was asking. Asking for it by the way he was dressed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but later in the night, you know, like I'm not smoking a cigarette, having a hard time. He comes out to talk to me and like he apologizes profusely. And he did starts, you say why? Well, he starts. I mean, he was you know it was just a spur of the moment like anger thing. I might have made like some jokes about like because it's like a really leftist movie. Like it's a very anti-war movie, and I don't know. I might have said some liberal shit, and I was keep basically I was annoying him because he was trying to sleep. That is basically what it boiled down yeah, to. Yeah. I'm assuming maybe there was some political shit because of the movie, and he's like, you're trying to turn my wife into a liberal. I don't know what the fuck he thought. Uh... But we get into it, and like I'm trying to talk to him and like get real with him on a level that I haven't been real with him on in so long, or ever, really, because he yeah. was just absent from my life for so long Like as I became who I am. And... He starts trying to talk about economics and why he voted for Trump. I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Why did you fucking hit me in the face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we finally got to the place where we're like, oh, yeah, we're both suicidal. <laughs> we finally got I – I told him a thing. I was like, yeah, man, I fucking like, – I, I don't know how we got there, but I was like, yeah, I think about killing myself sometimes. And he goes, yeah, well, I do – like, we got 
to that, which made that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like that's what it took was him punching me in the face and me crying and losing my mind in my 30s uh, as a drunk yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's yeah. not that's that's like where the conversation. That's like what has to happen for people to like break I through that did, Trump. I, honestly, no, no, it doesn't have to. I'm saying that's what it took for us. No, right, I, think, right, I think I think there's right. something to that. There's something to uh, you know everybody's like it'll break through all the layers of like the bullshit because all of his friends are you know you know because you know, you know what really freaks me out is. Uh, I realized it's clowns. Uh, I realized <laughs> the taste of my own cum. <laughs> it freaks you out, yeah, yeah. and then you come again because yeah. you're scared. Yeah, like, ah, yeah. Guys, yeah, guys coming into my apartment <laughs> freaks me out in a good way. Yeah, I love. You know, no, I quickly oh, oh, got oh, off that emotional what, moment. What I realized is like, uh, there's something like where like both sides are saying a thing of uh, they want a civil war about the other. And it's a thing where I go like nobody should want you know uh, you know I don't know how about you guys but like anybody who actually had, and I was not this guy because I was always the guy like making jokes to get out of uh, fist fights oh me yeah, too yeah. but guys I I actually had fist fights with years years later not talking always what's up in the hallway <laughs> there's an intimacy to it there is where you go like you're hitting each other and you go like. We both know this sucks. That's a lot of sports, and and it, yeah. and, and it creates yeah. em- it creates empathy. Why? And uh, and you can you can get to the real shit. I think if you actually just you know have a fight, you know like I heard the fucking like lacrosse was invented for like Native American tribes to settle disputes instead of being like. A war? Well, yeah, we don't want to have you know we don't yes. wanna, we don't want to waste all these arrows. Why don't we goof around with some sticks? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's losing in sports is the best practice. For losing in non-sport activities, yeah, that is true. Because you're like, oh, it's not the end of the fucking world. Right. <laughs> All I did was lose in sports yeah. whenever I was forced. And you know what? That's so, what, that's why those 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 ESPN things don't come out and go. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> we won so good. Yeah. No, because the teams that win know what it feels like They've to not there. win. And then and then they're act like you've been there. Act like you've been there before, and then you will be there again in the future. Uh, absolutely. No, because no, no, they're going. I know what it's like to feel like they do. I don't want to. That's what I was saying. Disrespect them. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's it's more. I don't want to disrespect them. And also, everybody who's in a professional sport is friends with most of the people who. Because in order to be the top player in the NBA, you that's like one percent of the entire people who've ever played the NBA, like basketball. And I I will also say this, and this is the thing, because like I said, I had a brother. You know, I have a brother that uh, you know got. Trumpy after I left, much point of, to my amazement, uh, when I left, he was voting for Obama. <laughs> Weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, that's a hard. That's a hard turn. But it's a thing where he's very alone. Um, the kind of people they prey on. Mm, uh, they yeah. said the thing about Tucker Carlson, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of an addiction. It's like it's a uh, uh, the drug is rage, and you know, uh, my brother when he started watching Fox News, it was kind of ironically, and it was sort of in the way where it was like. Um, the same gas he got out of watching WWE. Like, oh, they're yelling at the guy. The mm. guy's losing. He's humiliated. Like, it's so funny. And then suddenly, like, now you're listening to Bill O'Reilly, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're just in that world. And they're feeding you this thing where it's like, everybody's, you know, doing better than you. They're looking down on you. They're like, they're, that's, it's a slow thing. These like, elites. All the incel culture, all that stuff, it's a thing where it's like, you know, uh, they they can siphon like there's a, the reason why like you know the January six uh, whole thing was a joke and people were having heart attacks getting out of their scooters is because like they're all indoor people <laughs> and, and, and like that's, yeah. and that's not a put down yeah. that's not a put down my thing is like 
But it's true. I know. I'm not. It, I'm not. But it's, I'm not <laughs> but it's not a put down because like my brother's one of them, and like I I love my brother. My brother's a, like my, I know my brother's a good man, but he's gotten bought on some shit the same way that same crowd has gotten bought on opiates. And give it's me like, an answer, an answer, an immediate answer that feels good for your problems. Instead. Yes, yeah. and yeah, I, no, yeah. And, yeah. and like and like it's just like but the way we talk, it's like a thing where they they inherit uh, that Fox News thing. They go like, okay, we talk about like, okay, well, Trump tried to, tried to end democracy, and they go like, well, what about high gas prices? <laughs> and you go like, we're not talking about that right now. And then it makes you crazy. Yeah. And then you get more angry, and it's a thing where you got to go like, by design. Oh, where you go like, we have to get like, we have to get them out of this horrible thing they, they that they've gotten into. Like they just do everything against. It's always against, against, against. It's not a productive argument. They're not really for anything. They're just against stuff. Yeah. And we have got to figure out how to get them out of that. I think that is our responsibility. Um, because otherwise, it's going to be a mess. Like, like, I agree. The country's too big. Um, it, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that they don't have enough money, opportunities. Uh, well, that's the thing is we have and, to realize that it's the problem is that the the rich own everything and leave us all to fucking die. Like that, they're dividing us on stuff and yes. it's, work, it's and working. They're, and they're getting rich. Yeah, on off the division. Of yes, it. selling mugs that say liberal tears and etc. Yeah, um, Ron, you were gonna say something earlier and we cut you off. Oh, multiple times. Well, <laughs> mostly John, <laughs> but multiple, multiple I was gonna uh, you. <laughs> I'm no, sorry I, if I did. No, 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 no. It's it's very. It's I mean it's just. I think it's something to stress, which is that it's very easy to be radicalized. Yeah. And then another thing I wanted to say is that is this difficult to think about you succeeding? Like, not your success doesn't have to be in spite of someone else. Yeah. Yes. And that's a very difficult concept to grasp. Even like the, 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 the lower level. Like, I was motivated by spite for, like, my the beginnings of my comedy career, like, for sure. Oh, yeah. I was like, I ought to stick it to these people that hurt me in my hometown. Like, it is, I had to learn that, like, this isn't They would have been so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people who didn't like no, you they're back ha- then they're happy. F- they're be. more happy for you. <laughs> I told them about you. <laughs> they are. People I haven't that... talked to him in 15 years. I've said him, like, yo, this guy's sick. <laughs> people that, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a whole other issue, but yeah, people, who, <laughs> but I, I, people I, yeah. who have good reason to not like me are very happy for my success. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, that's another but, topic. But you're right, but, though. You're right. That's I, I was trying to relate on a weird, small level, but you're right. That is that is very true. It's yeah. I, this is like s- small anecdote, but I, I I took my car to the shop, um, and what, what was wrong with it? I think I had like a battery issue, um. No, it wasn't it? Might I think it was a cosmetic issue, and then the battery was ugly. Is this an ugly ass battery? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they, t- they it's like you you never just people at home. You never when they when they say oh we need another day to look at it. You just you gotta get out. Yeah, take that car. Take that car. Get the fuck you get, they out. They don't they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. they're like, is this a Subaru? What is this? <laughs> oh my god. Where- it says it on the fucking hood. What man. is an Oyota? <laughs> Oyota? Is this like a Jewish car? <laughs> so what happened? They they fucked my car up. I ended up getting my car towed to a a place that knew I have drive the Prius, so uh, you gotta get it taken to a place that knows how to deal with hybrids. Yeah. The, I remember talking to the tow truck the tow truck driver. <laughs> the tic tac driver. Tic tac driver. <laughs> 
on the way and he's like, you got to get him to fix that. Like, you can't just take <laughs> it somewhere else. But it, it just speaks to a point of just like, why just like, why would I want the place that messed up my car to fix my car yes. Shit. It, other than to win? <laughs> <laughs> right. Gotcha. Like, and there's so many like just examples of that in your everyday life where it's like you did something that was fucked up. And then now I need you to do something for me. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to deal with you. Right. No, <laughs> like, cut them out. Right. No. It's over. But that's the Democratic Party. We have we have this we have this sports like mentality to politics. Mm-hmm. And it, just, it it stops becoming about uh, about values and it just starts becoming about winning. Mm-hmm. And I on on whatever side you're on, like I, I think that's just like a really dangerous place to start when people are saying, like, oh, if you're unvaccinated and you die from coronavirus, you deserve it. I'm just like, what Ooh. kind of? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, completely, I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. What, like, uh, on the flip side of that, like, though, I, I, this is kind of fucked up, but I knew a guy. This is uh, I, like it's just I just want to bring this up because it's very relevant. I one of my former neighbors who now lives in Tennessee he his grandfather was an anti-vaxxer and he died from coronavirus which sucks and this guy was just starting to become an anti-vaxxer when this happened so he used his grandfather's death because he was like hospitals wouldn't even give him preferential treatment because he was old and was unvaccinated and they, like they didn't have enough room for him at the time and he was like using his grandfather's death as like a talking point for why the vaccine is bullshit Whoa. which i thought was a Man. great like that's what i'm saying though it's like logical the, the logical leap of like yeah. the, and also the other the implication being you can't disagree with me right now because you're also consoling me for my grandfather's death because I was like friends with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. What so are you like it say? is it is very much like a ha ha. You could have been like got you. You could have been like was he ugly? <laughs> yeah. Was he was he was he like a big loser? <laughs> yeah. yeah the, like, the gotcha ness and the hot takes. It's very gotcha. Is, it's so like just like dude, fucking talk to each other, man. Like, like I don't need to it, win shit. Yeah. It I, just, I got my beers. It just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to win fucking phases. anything. Like, 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 we all maybe the lottery. We'd all do better. Like, you know, I like, uh, you know, when we talk about div- divisiveness on social media, I, I saw a friend of mine who said something to the effect of, "It's like if I never have, to, I really try to create a world where I never have to talk to a white person," <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't wrong. But I, that is not. It's not the impulse is not. Because well, then the other side takes that as, oh, so you're you hate white, you want white people to be dead. Well, like, it like also means that sometimes you can't order uh, food at like Starbucks or something. You know, yeah, uh, or McDonald's. Or good. I mean, you know, you're gonna yeah. You're gonna also, miss just out. like that's your choice and it's fine. Yeah. Like it's it's a totally fine choice. I think <laughs> for me, if I act in that way. It creates a paranoia in me that makes it impossible to live. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it's, no, cig- totally. it's cigarettes everywhere. Everybody's <laughs> 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 cigarettes. And this is a, like, it's like, of course, I un- I have to be aware of like systemic factors around me. Obviously, I'm aware of it. I might be. Some might call me hyper aware of it. <laughs> but if that's the only thing that I'm thinking about. It creates a block between me and anyone that I could connect with. Yes. And to me, it's like I would rather talk to 10 people and find out that two of them were racist <laughs> than just be like, I'm not going to talk to people. Yeah, they just yeah, cut, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, cut yeah, out yeah, 10 yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, yeah. think, I think about, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, the stuff of, like, uh, you know the thing in, in The Wire? Where, uh, Colvin goes, um, uh, this guy with the funeral home, he said, uh, he, you know, uh, 
would you ever, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> service anybody in the black community? And he goes, yeah, I would if I could do them all at the same time. And he goes, and the guy goes, but I knew where I stood with that guy. He was openly racist is basically the thing. And he's basically saying to the politician, like, what's your game here? You mm-hmm. know, like, what, like... I, I like, re- do the right thing. He was saying, like, I basically, like, respect somebody that's, like, you know, honest. And, like, I think there's, like, a thing there where you go, like, you know, w- w- I think, like, o- overt racism is kind of, like, you know, like, more honest in that way. Where it's, like, you know, people that, like, are, like, just s- quietly doing it, you know. Yeah. At their jo- like, not hiring a guy. That sort of thing is this far goes, more insidious. This this goes this goes back to this goes back to the free speech point, and I I don't I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith a lot on matters of race, but <laughs> I think he. How did. many sentences have you started with that? He did. <laughs> he did have a point. You know, baseball player says something racist, owner says something racist, and Stephen A. goes like, "I would rather him say it." <laughs> Than, and just do it. Then to feel it and then conceal it from me because uh, I could at least say, okay, this is where I stand with them. Yeah. And in that way, I I understand like I'm more I'm more sympathetic to that because I think a lot of like I it's think a lot, a lot of, of a lot of the white power people in prison like it's like a thing where they go like. Then I was with, you know, black inmates, and then I realized, like, oh, this is all fucking dumb. Yeah, like, and that, that happens a lot. And, yeah. I, and it's a thing where, like, it it it's because they know where each other stand, and they can fucking talk about it. This is, this is a cringe thing about me, but it is just, I really do think we have more in common <laughs> than we have, uh, than, than, than we have differences. Which I think is, like, it's not a super, like, popular thing to say on the left, I what would say. What do you mean? Say. I think us as people, you mean? Is that what you're saying? When you say yeah, us as people, yeah, like yeah. there, we, yeah. and I think that it's a it's 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 a talking point that someone r- running for president would say would be like, "There's a lot of good in America, and there's more good in America than there's bad in America," and it's that's a very it's this very simple con- constellation of that of that idea, but I think of it more in almost like a Buddhist sense of just like I just there is nothing. I don't know. I think Very my few people my are, Angela yeah. said there is n- like there is nothing that I can't understand. Like mm-hmm. if it is if it is human, I can understand it. Right. <laughs> and I, like that's, that's kind of yeah. where I slot in. Where it's like like you know, nobody's r- truly born with like just insidious evil within them. Like at the end of the day, everybody wants to be loved and be happy and be comfortable and stuff. And uh, not, not only that, but, like, a thing of, like, just, like, the fuck. like, the people you get along with. Like, I was saying, like, you know, the the Jewish Indonesians from Fort Lauderdale. I felt, I felt very... I felt very, off-mic conversation, I, Yeah, yes. I felt very comfortable with them, but it's the thing where you go, like, all right, well, uh, you're any race, whatever, but, like, okay, did you have an alcoholic uh, uh, parentage? <laughs> Then like we probably know where we're coming from. Yeah. As people. How many people on the right do you think have the same story about and then my fucking brother punched me in the face in front of his wife? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like that we probably have but it is, more in common. It, oh, it's definitely I think it's definitely, definitely true. We do and that's that was the turning a turning point that I have made in terms of like I'm a lot more open with other I these are I'm around people who have known me for t- <laughs> for like for a quite decade. A, almost back. a decade now, yeah. If you're my friend, I'm very open with you. Yeah. If I trust you, I'm very open with you. But if you're a stranger, I kind of I have an arm's length away. And I think I've been 
I'm kind of becoming the mom who's like, yeah, my, I'm here. I'm here with my daughter. She just had shoulder surgery. And it's like, why are you telling me this? Because it's like, we're all human. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, well, there's a human need for connection. Yes. And I think that when we talk about like how divisive, how divisive we are because of politics mm-hmm. and because of like our views. Um, I mean, I have, I got some strong views too. Mm-hmm. I got some ideas about how we should run this, run this country too. But like, um, I'm still just going to be open to people. Like I'm no. still going to talk to the neighbor who was like weird to me at first, but then if you just stand in front of someone, I bet you find something that you're able to relate yeah, Yes, and not only that, I think there's a thing t- there, too, where I, I kind of get off on the ride of b- figuring out what's going on with the weirdo. I, I oh, yeah. it's, somebody a curi- who- it's a curiosity. I come from a nosy clan. Yeah. My mom is nosy. Yeah. She just, like, work. I don't know. There's something about working in healthcare where it's like when people are sick, yeah. it, that veneer of <laughs> oh, it just takes the pretension right off and yeah. people start opening up. But yeah, but I like think, finding out what somebody's deal is. I was just I'm like, just curious. Yeah. Like, I'm just a naturally curious person same, and I want to know what makes a person as, tick. As I mentioned on the, the Profiles Patreon episode, uh, people always like this happens to me a lot where people are like, oh, sorry, we stuck you with that. That homeless guy that made you read his screenplay, which happened to me recently, because everyone just abandoned this dude, and I was yeah. the one that was talking to him. And yeah, the guy was, you know, he was a little not all there because of he was clearly like he was tell as he just openly said he was like a meth user and like had a really fucked up childhood and was in prison and stuff. But everyone's just like, oh my god, look at Kevin talking to that guy, and I'm like. Dude, nobody talks to this guy. Like, why? That's yeah. Like, he's not like. I'm not saying he's like a political, like uh, hardcore, like extremist. He's just a guy that people don't talk to. Yeah. And that there's a lot of people like that, and they can go any kind of direction. I've been. Yeah, you guys, we can just keep talking about this off, uh, after the podcast because Matt's already gone. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think we should yeah, wrap Matt's, it up. Um, this episode's coming out in like a week or so. We could do quick plugs if you guys want. I mean, Ron, you got shit going on. People can watch Showtime to see uh, to see the show you're writing on, right? Yeah, check out Z-Way on Showtime. Showtime Anytime, uh, Paramount Plus. Ever heard of it? H- Hulu, Showtime Extent. It's, it's been really wild to see how many ways you can get Showtime. Yeah, you can get Showtime everywhere except Showtime. Yeah, <laughs> don't go to a TV, but everywhere <laughs> But else. watch it. You're in a couple episodes, too. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I I'm have big a, up in you, man. Come I've on. Got, I've got an interview. I'm um, the third. The third episode was Nicole Byer and Hannibal Burris. Oh, beautiful. Sick. Um, I have an interview on that one that's pretty fun. That's, that's awesome. Tight. So yeah. check it out. Azeway on Showtime or Hulu or uh, what was it? A freebie? Free <laughs> Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus. PP? Uh, John, what do you want to say? I don't got anything going on. I mean, talk about it. Uh, Listen well, to profiles. Go follow yeah, him on yeah, Twitter. The, the, follow him on Instagram. We might have to edit some things out of this. I probably will. <laughs> this plug. might be the one. <laughs> we might actually have to edit some things out of this. It might be I, the one. I, it's, I, ten, it's 1030. Did we say bad things? Oh, no, I said we were just honest. I thought a lot. We were just open. No, no, it's just it's. I have to edit out the part where John's just talking about his podcast. I'm so glad you know I'm hundred percent kidding. That was supposed to be a shot at Matt, but he's not even here. <laughs> so <laughs> any reference to profiles must go. And of course, for me uh, at KB Anderson, you on all the things. If you live in LA, hey, July sixteenth, Avatar Two: New Moon, part of the Avatar Two saga. Come out to the good night. We've got Kristen Stewart. Nice. Uh, we've also got uh, Chris Estrada. 
Nice, we've dude. Got, I yeah, love Chris. Uh, amazing comedian. Kyle Clark. Uh, Kyle we've Clark. got Christine. That's a tight lineup. Christine Madrano, Liz Blanc, <laughs> Carter Glasscock. Don't make it better than that. I won't. Ethan, Ethan won't be there, but me and Joe will. So Tight. come by. I'll probably be hosting. It'll be fun. Uh, Ron, so good to see you, bud. Thanks for doing the show. Thank- yeah, Ron, we miss you. Thanks like, for having me. So I, I told you we miss you outside, but I want to say it on the air. So it's I also do. I, I miss do I, I miss y'all both. It's I I was very excited and happy that you were going to be on this. I was like, oh, Fahey too. Well, he's maybe he's part of the show now. He's third chair. That's why I found I mean, out when he shows third up. Chair. I'm third chair. Third, third chair. chair. Twice removed. <laughs> All right, um, everybody. We'll see you next time here on Bleak and Review. Oblique and Review. Goodbye. Doing it live, ninety point five. Was this recorded? Uh,